Guys, today was a huge day. Huge day for me. I know, it's Taco Tuesday, bro. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? Thank you. Fucking the Mandalorian. What's his name? Pablo Pascal, Pedro Pascal had the Pop- audacity. No, that's <laughs> I'm not even going to respect his name to even put Austin Tacos in the conversation with San Antonio Tacos. How dare he? What are you talking about? He said San Antonio was better. It should have even been a question. He should have That's scoffed true. at the notion, Dean. That's true. That's true. Did you did you it's watch like, the video though? It's like no, of course not. Oh, dude, he fucking <laughs> look, she asked the question like, and he goes, Dean. It's almost like when you talk about collecting. It's like collecting thirty weekly. seconds before he answers the question. He's like, dude, <laughs> it's it's like when you talk about collecting weekly, you don't mention other channels, right? Because it's just collecting weekly. Wow. It's just San Antonio tacos. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give a fuck about Austin tacos. There's other you know channels. Wow, John, you fucking. Amazing human being. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored. Join us. He's got a billion toys. You brought in the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey, guys. My name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Jonathan. Uh-oh. I'm Sean. Wait. <laughs> time out. John. John, you idiot. No. It, it says <laughs> order. Hey no, 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 no. Time no, out. He's right. I'm fucking. I'm, I messed it up. I messed it John up. John goofed. Okay. Yeah. Let, let me give you a behind the scenes. Because the brain is looking at the, the the eyes are looking at the we, screen, okay. but the brain is. We might check super early, but we were kind of like fucking with each other, so we didn't really prepare to be here. To be completely honest, that was my fault. Shit. Right when the intro started playing, I'm furiously typing the order that I want them to go because this is always a thing for us. And John, sweet angel, order Zach, Dean, Eddie, John, Sean, Letty, Marco. A little disrespectful to Marco, I will say. Well. But I'm like, dude, thanks. He's lucky, he's, he's lucky he's even on the list, to be honest. I was like, wow, I was, I was totally typing this. Thank you so much. And then he fucking ruins it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he ruins it. Oh, welcome Take two. to this week's... Well, I was already gone. Oh, okay. Hey, guys, fine. my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Eddie. I'm Jonathan. I'm Sean. I'm Letty. And I'm the six-scale economist. Oh, I mean, I'm Marco. Wow. Shade. Shade John, bro. We don't do it. Wow, that. how dare you? That guy doesn't um, even watch YouTube anymore. We don't even know if he's uh, still with us, so... Uh, welcome. Uh, <laughs> good point. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's the weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank our friends over at One Six Corner for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. Guys, don't forget to use code, sorry, CW10, CW10, during our live recording for 10% off all in-stock items. We have a great show planned for you guys tonight. We have some new Hot Toy stuff, some new big news from Queen Studios, 
uh, and a great discussion. We got Toy Mafia, Ninja Scroll, Tukatri, Lane Kramer, Punisher Excess, Brenton, Caffeinated Comic Fan, Absolute Irwin, David Jones, Brenton Palmer, uh, Hugh. Uh, we got Chris Letty in the chat, Always Sunnyvale, John Ortiz, Paul Schreiber, Tukatri, Andrew Gibo, uh, Danik and Lee Walker, Ninja Squirrel, a bunch of other angels in the chat. Ashley Chase, what's up? Dean. Why is Danny not here? Before the greatest shows, there's a very special segment we have that we yeah, start ready? off all of our shows with. Are you, are you okay? I'm, I'm, I'm energized today, bro. Okay. Yeah, you got It's look. new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week, guys? I got the Kits Concept 172nd scale Rick Hunter's VF1J. For Paul Schreiber, he messaged me and he was like, yo, do you need this? I was like, I do. And I bought it and it came in. It's right here. It takes a while to futz, but it's pretty nice. All the little tampos are on there. It's tons of little details that, like, every time I look at it, I notice something new. It even has this pilot's name on the... It's so small, but it's there. And it's pretty cool. It's got lights uh, in the cockpit and on the gun. I'm sorry. You said the tampons are there? <laughs> tampos. Oh. Of course. <laughs> Not to be confused with. Uh, Paul Schreiber, $20 Super Chat. Way to kick wow. us off strong. Long Whoa. live CW, you sweet angels. What a, look, we'll talk about Paul later in the show. And long live the queen as well. Love the thumbnail there. Well, <laughs> might, be, uh, might be on the That's 11th the wrong hour. show. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, Eddie, you had a... Or Dean, please go ahead. Yeah, no, that was it. I was going to say I was done. What a pickup. Wow. What an absolute pickup. Eddie, you had some yeah. pickups too. Yep. Uh, I had a busy week, I guess. Um... The, I got the MYC Rex. Uh, that was on a boat for like two months, so that finally came. I was I was completely unexpected. One day I got a knock at the door, and there the box was. And I didn't normally like I'll tell John a week ahead of time that it's arriving soon, so we can set up the stream and everything. And that one just happened. I was like, oh shit, pleasant surprise there. And then I went to Vegas to pick up my XM Mall. I love that statue never it's one of those pieces you never think you'd own and i was lucky enough to get a good deal from a friend and close enough to where i could go pick it up because it has a lot of shipping issues that piece so that's an amazing piece i know i am known i don't know why people give zach shit because i feel like i buy and sell shit all the time so no You're one the ever, no one ever <laughs> says anything but i mean they're starting to but uh oh, this they're starting one, to talk yeah. It's funny. I think that's about the same amount of time Marco was on the boat for. So very cool. Oh my wow. goodness. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that seems God. too soon. Good lord. I'm sorry, uh, Marco. And then uh, no, I'm still buying smaller scale stuff, and everybody was buying their McFarlane uh, Batman Bat Cycle or whatever, and from the new movie. And I was like, oh, I want to get something, you know? So I went on Amazon and I found the. The White Knight bike, which they were selling for, I believe, like 18 bucks or something. And then I there was a used one for 17 and I was like, fuck it, I'll get the used one. And it said in good condition, and it came in, and it was in good condition. So it's it's pretty badass, dude. It's, it's huge. Like, you can extend the front end. I have it extended there, but it, it kind of – you can push that in or extend it, and it, it's pretty cool. The only thing is is – 
I kind of want to like weather it up and paint it a little because Zach always makes yeah, his bro. look really cool when he does all that. So, uh, but I really like it. Rubber wheels and for seventeen bucks, this thing is pretty damn cool, dude. All you need is some gunmetal and dark steel. There you go. I probably have dude, to ask cook about his it. knees over there. Look at that exhaust, dude. Bro. I want this figure so fucking bad, and I want yeah, this figure looking, looking bad. Yeah, it's when. Looks cool. Luckily, I got it back when I was buying all the McFarlane Batman stuff. I'm glad I have it because I think it sells for a little bit more than retail now. It's about like forty 50. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Eddie, you got this used. So, what does what does that mean? Like, when it comes, is it in the packaging still, or is it just like in a box? Yeah, it was in the the normal packaging. It just it comes with uh, like locked in with uh, wire or whatever that is, like that that twist wire yeah. or whatever. That yeah. that was cut already. But it was, it was in good condition. It was fine. So I'm guessing someone bought it and returned it or something. And but they at least put it back in the box the way it's supposed to be. The Love it. you know they come with those little cards, the McFarland cards. The card was still in the packaging with the seal on it. So I think they just took the bike out and put it back, and that was it. Eddie, you said you got this from Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Okay, and you like you selected like um like the used option or something like that yeah yeah they had they had buy now or whatever and then yeah. it said it said two dollars off with coupon and then it said a dollar off if you get used and i was like yeah. well fuck it do the use yeah. only a dollar off for used wow yeah That's not that but it was all i think it's because it was already on sale mark yeah it was already oh, on it because i think like, bro, retail this was like this 30 30 <laughs> yeah. bucks or something Okay, yeah. so it all added up, basically. Fuck, dude, I want this so bad. It looks pretty dumb. I think I'm going to get the bike and just hunt down the White Knight afterwards. Uh, Marco, you got something really neat. What you got? Yeah, so this is one I got in a few weeks ago. It had been sitting in the box for a long time. Finally got a chance to unbox it. And this, I'll be a man and admit that I was dead wrong on this one. I, I had completely written this off because mm -hmm. of the rooted hair. I was like, you know, I'm never going to have a figure in my collection with rooted hair. It's too much like a Barbie. Um, you know, after displaying this, it is gorgeous. It's like one of the standout figures in my display. So I know there's a lot of controversy over the head sculpt, you know, folks really saying it doesn't look like her and under the right lighting and you get the hair back out of her face. It looks just like Jesus gal. Christ. So, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, Brenton. Brenton, you know what? <laughs> so yeah, at the end of the day, I'm really happy I picked this one up and she's, yeah, just a really unique figure. I would say anyone that's considering it, go deluxe though. I, I skimped and you know tried to save the sixty bucks, and I'm kind of regretting that. So get get the big wings, um, and I don't think you'd regret it. Adding this one to your collection, she looks really great with my BVS Batman and Superman. How's the uh, the helmet on that? Does it actually rest on the the head sculpt, or is it you know got some room in there at least? It's got room, and it actually comes in two pieces. So there's plenty of padding on on both pieces. So okay. I'm not really too concerned with it damaging the sculpt. Um, and I think it works perfectly with the hair. So, yeah, I think it's really well engineered. Cool. That's cool. Very cool. Uh, Usby, what'd you get? Yeah, so, you know, continuing on our comic book kick, uh, this is one I've wanted for a while. Um, it's the first appearance of the Weapon X in this, you know, format. Um, and, yeah, it's just, it's a grail that I've wanted for a long time. Um, I've wanted it 9.8. I wanted that crispiness. So I uh, was finally happy to pick this up. So... 
Um, Wolverine is nice. definitely my favorite character, so this is something I needed to add at some point because <laughs> I can't afford his <laughs> the other stuff. He yeah, does, so this is a <laughs> this is an achievable grail for sure. So yeah, What's was this, this an? E- oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, where'd you pick this one up from? Uh, this is a Facebook sale, actually. Oh. So, um, you know, fair market value for has been kind of going down a little bit for it. I uh, used that 500 kind of at the middle of last year. It's gone down to around 450, 400 or so. And I found a um, eBay or not eBay, sorry, a Facebook sale who someone had listed at 325 uh, by mm-hmm. an hour, s- submit an offer. So I offered 350 and they took it. So, um, you know, it's, yeah, I was waiting for basically. Then. Yeah, I was waiting for a deal basically oh. under 400 before. I was like, you offered more, and they sold <laughs> oh. it to you. How shocking. <laughs> yeah, a I thought he was Canadian so. for a second. No, no, sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, so I got it for 350 and uh, super happy about it. Yeah, it looks, looks gorgeous in hand. So yeah. I randomly thought, like for no reason, about John going to that dude's house and in his living room talking him down like an extra... Th- and I got pissed <laughs> for that person for that. I was like, man, fuck John, dude. What the fuck? Showing up to someone's house? Offering and, and- them power tools? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got... I was like kind of upset. I was like, man, that's that's fucked up. Um, Letty, you got some cool stuff too. Yeah, yeah, to ride on uh, Sean's coattails there. Um, definitely have gotten bit by the uh, comic book bug over the last year or so and decided that an area that I wanted to, or that really spoke to me, was these uh, Bronze Age team up slash like first meeting between heroes. And uh, so two of the books I picked up. Here are Giant Size Spider-Man number two, featuring Shang-Chi, uh, their first meeting. It's a 9.2. Um, when you start getting these older books from the early to mid-70s in higher grades, I mean, the, the values really jump significantly. So um, this is, I love the cover art of this one. I think it's great. And uh, and then the other one is Marvel Team Up uh, Annual Number One, and it's with Spider Man and the New X Men, and it's the first appearance of the New X Men uh, outside of an X title, and a second appearance of Jean Grey as Phoenix. So I just again I love the cover art. Uh, Spider Man is my number one uh, favorite superhero, and Wolverine is. Uh, he's a top three character for me. So I just, I wanted to have an early appearance of him. And like Sean was saying, his key books are extremely uh, tough to track down in high grade. So this is kind of a sneaky, uh, a sneaky appearance for him. Um, I, so, yeah. And then also I decided, um, I really wanted to get into some Doctor Strange books. Uh, our buddy Brenton has uh, been on a Doctor Strange kick, and I started hunting for different uh, comics that I thought might be, uh, you know, cool cool ones to display. And I came across this Tomb of Dracula, uh, forty four. It's the first appearance, uh, our first meeting of Doctor Strange and Dracula. I just love the cover art. And this was an auction on eBay, and I actually, uh, you know, I won it, but the comps were much higher than what it ended at, 
at a 9.4. So, uh, and who knows, we might see Doctor Strange, you know, fighting vampires in the future. So maybe it'll become more desirable. Wow, that's a great call. <laughs> so uh, kind of, yeah, speculating. We love that. Uh, we love that word. And then the last one here is uh, Spectacular Spider-Man number 27. Um, and it's featuring Daredevil. And it's actually the first artwork done by Frank Miller of Daredevil. And then he would go on to do probably uh, or arguably one of the best runs in Daredevil's character's history. So I got this in a 9.4 again. Uh, for a really good price, I worked out a deal off eBay through in, through Instagram. And uh, yeah, much, much below uh, sold comps. But again, these books, when they jump to 9.6, 9.8, it's just, you know, you're, you're hovering around the $1,000 mark, which, you know, when you can get the book in a 9.4 for almost, like one-sixth the price, uh, I can live with that. Uh, but yeah, so those are my pickups. Very cool. Brian Fontaine with the $5 Super Chats. Yeah, man. <laughs> what a guy. Six-scale scavengers uh, lingering uh, in the background. Wow. I heard, wow, Jesus, what the frick? I heard that, uh, I saw Brian, rather, yeah. say that you guys are going to hopefully hit the airwaves sometime soon. Would love to see that. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll, I, get, we'll get on. Hell yeah. So we closed on our house today. So I'm officially a Texas homeowner, and I'm very excited about that. We, um, it's been kind of uh, not too crazy of a process, but we were excited to finally close today. <laughs> and we started our move officially today. We, um, I, it was funny. I uh, had put a lot of statues in the garage, and I was like, well, my parents are here. They have a trailer. I might as well save us a trip on Thursday. So we loaded up a whole trailer full of statue boxes and my mom was pissed. She's like, what, what, this is all like just statues. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, it's like important. Like it needs to be there first. So like it's out of the way for Thursday when we're moving like the heavy <laughs> furniture. Fucking smart. Put it in the living room too. Uh, yeah. So, so we're very excited about that. And, uh, I also got these comics in. So this is by, uh, I'll put her username uh, from Instagram in the comments. Uh, but she makes uh, comic keychains and they're fucking awesome. So they're front and back. So, like, depending on what the real comic would have, uh, front and back. And I got one for Dean also. So, this is the one that Dean wanted, the Robotech number one. That's so cool. With whatever, Jesus Christ, whatever this is on the back. Um, so, yeah. These are, they're, they're like, uh, fake slabs, I guess, but they're really cool. And they're actually really decent size. They're almost like, like quarter scale slabs, which I think is funny. Uh, and they're reasonably priced and we're actually going to be giving away a set on, uh, club in mid April. So John's going to work out how he wants to do that contest, but, uh, it'll be a set of four and you can pick any book you want. Um, and, and we'll pay for them to ship it. Uh, to your house if you're in the U.S. and then international will kind of work it out for you. But yeah, these are super cool, really Sweet. high quality. Um, yeah, I'm really happy. That, with these. that Hobbit's a nine point six, right? 
Fuck you. Uh, yeah, I got, the <laughs> other I got the other two. Damn. How dare you, John? Quick. How dare you? Ashley Chase, uh, stupid question, guys, but does graded comics mean... I don't know much about them. So, Ashley, graded comics, there's companies like CGC or CBCS. There's other graded comic companies also, but those are kind of the big players in the uh, comic grading biz. Uh, you send them your book, and they they observe it, and they judge its condition and the color of its pages. And uh, in CBCS's case, they might verify signatures as well. And, uh, Dean, if you could just hold one up for, for uh, Ashley here. But they'll assign it a grade out of 10. 9.8 is typically a perfect book. That 10 is like a gem mint, but they're so incredibly rare. Uh, and, uh, you know, you might go as low as, I think the lowest I've seen is like a 0.5 up to uh, potentially 10. Uh, there's different labels. So some of them you'll see they're yellow. That means they were a witnessed authenticated sign signature for CGC. Uh, green, uh, John, correct me if I'm wrong. I think green is restored grade. Or is that I'd like to tag in Danny. Mm -hmm. uh, green, uh, purple is restored grade, and then green Purple's is restored. Yeah, green is when, when it's there's signed, markings. But it's not, yeah, yeah, when there's markings like yeah. a signature, but it wasn't verified. So it's qualified. It's a it qualified. Thank you. It's a way to kind of preserve an important book. In Dean's case, he has like all the original appearances of Punchline, which is his new all-in character, which we'll talk about later. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just a way to uh, encapsulate the book. Jesus yeah. Christ, yeah, to encapsulate the book and preserve it just, for. Uh, it's it's just sad that collecting has come to the point now, this popularity where nine point eights are essentially the goal to have, and it's you, not everybody can afford a nine point eight. So if why do you gotta bring the room down, dude? Uh, well, just, Eddie, isn't your fun. computer restarting? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It, Great one. To John's point, though, it's like. In a way, it makes it more collectible. I think that you've you mentioned that a lot. I think it's not bad that you know a collectible book is going to yeah. hold its value and in some cases double in a year or triple in a year. Just yeah. like if Ashley's starting and she's looking into comic books and then yeah. she sees all this nine point eight yeah. hype, it's like don't be, don't be ups, like upset with yourself or uh, not look into the hobby if if you can't afford let's say a nine point eight nine point four usually yeah, anything Chris, nine and up for yeah, the Chris modern. Made a, yeah, I made a great point. Some of those books really get up there, and if you don't need a nine eight for the clout, like I got a nine four Batman uh, number four oh seven four oh eight um, year one one of the books there, uh, I paid like twenty three dollars for it, and it was a nine four. And honestly, I'm almost certain if I resubmitted it, it would get like a nine six. That's what we call actually a fake in the industry. How dare you? I I don't I I don't oh think. I would ever get that deal again because it was like kind of a fluke of a deal. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you, you know, you might be able to get a book preserved, beautiful looking book that a nine that's a nine two or a nine four, you know, a fifth the price of a nine eight. Yeah, almost indistinguishable from a nine eight. Right. Also, yeah, you're Chris brought up a great point he, <laughs> with his examples. And yeah, you're, yeah you're, sometimes it's like the something's in the pages that yeah. didn't get it a nine eight. You're never gonna see that on the right. slab. Yeah. So. The differences yep. between a 9.2 and a 9.8, I mean, you really got to go through with a fine-tooth comb to find it. Yeah. Um, so don't be afraid to get out there and buy some books. Read some uh, books. This is... I'll be honest, I don't know that a lot of people are asking for this, but Hot Toys <laughs> put up a new Eternals teaser. Gilgamesh. Uh, it's a uh, guilt... Well... I'm sorry, Dean. Gilgamesh, thank you. Baba Ganoush. Uh, from the Eternals. I thought you said he didn't know. Baba Ganoush. No, I have the whole sheet right here. Oh. Um, Dean, you always say this ensemble cast, you know, 
I think we're past the point where we're going to see a lot of these now. I think, you know, we saw the uh, Angelina Jolie character. Now we have Gilgamesh. I haven't seen the film, so I don't know how important a role those two Eternals are, but the team is quite quite large. So to me, it's like, for me, if I was going to invest in the line, it's like, are we going to see the full team? Because I almost feel like it's a necessity. The armor looks okay. Obviously, we're just seeing a, a little bit of the portrait there, but I just don't feel like this is completely necessary for a movie that I don't think did particularly well. Yeah. Uh, first off, there's 10 Eternals. So that's, you know, a lot a of thing. Money. Yeah, if you're going to buy all of them, that's a lot of money. Two, I mean, Gilgamesh is a cool character, but I would say he's probably not that important in the movie. Uh, I just watched this last night. Uh, actually, the figure guy teased. I was like, oh, I still haven't watched that, so I watched it. Actually, a pretty kick-ass movie. I don't know why people hated it so much. It's you went not... in with such low expectations, though. That that's probably what it is. Yeah, I, that might be what it is. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. There are some characters that are like, eh, like, eh, whatever. But that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't, this is not a strong, like... This is their first one or their second one? Second. 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 Yeah. Okay. The first one was Angelina Jolie, right? Yeah. Jesus, did you yeah. listen to what I just said? Yes. Uh, okay, I guess this one makes sense, I guess, yeah. in context yeah. of the movie. It's okay. The, uh, I I would have made the, probably... Um, Icarus. Icarus. <laughs> yeah. But... I mean, this said he'd rather buy cool. $300 worth of Gabagool. Me fucking three hundred dollars worth of Baba Ghoul. Baba Ghoul, right here. (laughs) Did you point at your penis or did you point at me? I was pointing at the table, man. Oh, okay. Don't you remember the clip? No. Man, your your computer lied to you, man. Fifteen minutes. It's been half an hour. Boy. Okay, John, you can tell us what you think about this. Yeah, Gil Gadesh here. He um, he looks. <laughs> That's not. Anyways, uh, first of all, I'd like to start off. So I didn't watch the movie. Um, the likeness is there from this yeah. angle. The likeness looks like it's really there, and the anatomy of the body's not bad. The the musculature in the arm that looks pretty good. Um, I know Hot Toys will take an eternity to release this figure. Baboom, that was good. Get it? <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. But, um, no, the, yeah, look, the likeness is there. I don't know. The first thing the first thing I thought of when, I won't even lie, the first thing I thought of when I saw this figure, and excuse me because I don't know his name, I thought it was the guy's Doctor Strange's partner in Doctor Strange. That's Wong. racial. But I thought that's what Just it was. I thought that would have been such well, a cooler well. release, no? But it would have fit my collection a little bit better. But the outfit looks cool. The costume's not bad. I just... I just don't think it's something that I personally needed. I have, don't have much interest in the internals line. And uh, to the points that these gentlemen made, are they really going to do the entire line? Or is that ship sailed? Uh, and, and to Brenton's point as well, John John asks for figures that will never get reissued. This is the one. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good point there, Brenton. But um, for, as, from a figure perspective and the likeness of the character, it's there. That I'll give him. I don't know if that's that good a point. You ask for figures to not be reissued, not to create characters that will not be good enough to be reissued. Brenton, you're an idiot. Just don't even write shit. 
Just well, stop. Whoa. <laughs> Brenton, you have uh you have a wrench, Brenton, remember that. Wow. He doesn't have a wrench that controls StreamYard. What? No, but I do. Hold on. <laughs> okay, no, seriously, come on. Um It's cool. The likeness looks good. Uh if people want it, I don't I don't really care. Like if people didn't like it or shit, someone's gonna want to buy it. So who 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 fucking cares? It looks good. You don't want it, skip it. Uh, the Angelina Jolie looks good. They'll be good together. You ever now you have a reason to get them together at least, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they should have they should have started with Icarus or Ajax or Cersei. Yeah, one of the ones that were a little more important in the film, but still cool. I mean, it, if they start with the shittier characters or like the less the lower tier, doesn't that mean they're gonna get to the really good to like the good ones for the film, right? Don't you want them to start with the lower tier ones? I guess in some in some collecting you do, I guess. Yeah, this this is a whatever re- release, obviously, right? Like, I think Dean's right that the movie is like pretty decent. It got a lot of hate, but when you go in with lowered expectations, it's fine. This is probably the only other figure we'll, we will see from this line. Um, but you know, everyone talks about representation, so I'm glad if they let off with Angelina Jolie, at least they're giving us Gilgamesh. And I want to see a Kamal Nanjiani figure oh. at the very least. That would be pretty cool. But yeah, it yeah. looks cool. I want to see more. But oh. yeah, it's probably a pass. Oh, we need to make that movie of the week soon because I got shit to say. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a pass for me too. I, I saw the movie not not in the theaters when it came out, but right when it went on um, uh, Disney Plus. It's it's not as bad as everybody was making it out to be, but it's definitely not. I just didn't get it. Uh, I think the likeness is there as far as the figure goes. Um, the three-quarter angle there looks good. The costume looks good. Whatever materials are using and all that looks pretty dope. But yeah, this is not this is not something I'll be picking up for sure. Um, but you know, if there's that one fan out there that wanted to complete the <laughs> Eternals line, they'll, they'll be able to now. But um, yeah, I mean, of the characters they could have made from this movie, I mean, I guess I understand why they made these two. I mean, I would have personally went for like Makari or or something like that, cooler character like that. But it is what it is. So glad for those people who want this. But yeah, it's a pass for me, much like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, definitely, um, definitely not one that was on my uh, my want list. Uh, a pass for me. I enjoyed the movie. Like you, Sean, I I waited till it was on Disney Plus. Um, thought it was. You know, it added something different to the MCU. And I look forward to how these character characters are going to get integrated into the overall MCU uh, storylines. But uh, yeah, it, it makes sense. This pairing of figures, if this actually does get released. And um, maybe they'll do some of the other characters for the sequel. But uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure Hot Toys is going to execute like they usually do with the the face sculpt and and everything, the materials used for the the costume. But yeah, it's just definitely a pass for me. All good points there. Uh, Hot Toys also announced for pre-order the Bat Cycle. This one is uh, three fifteen, releasing April to September two thousand twenty three. Uh, three fifteen price point, definitely not too bad. Um, there's I have to go back and look at the references from the film because I know McFarlane they made a point to sculpt in the um 
thermal tape there on the, I guess, exhaust pipes in the front that are missing here. Um, that's the first thing that really stuck out to me. Uh, it seems like a fairly reasonable price. Um, you know, there's particular movie reasons why I wouldn't order this, but uh, I don't really want to get into that now. Uh, you do get some different options for a stand, uh, and Batman does look quite uh, good on the Bat Cycle. Um, I know they also teased last week um, the back end of the Batmobile. I don't know if we're actually going to get that, but uh, I know that kind of, uh, I don't want to say ruffled some feathers, but, you know, some companies that may have been wanting to make one are now, you know, trying to decide if they do want to make them. Uh, and this being a, an actual vehicle from the film, in my opinion, kind of lends towards that possibility that they will be actually making the Batmobile as well. The fact that they showed a teaser of it uh, and also released one vehicle, uh, I think it's a shoe-in. If this is three fifteen, I think my price point of like seven eight hundred for the Batmobile um, is still, I think, a reasonable estimate of the price. Um, but yeah, I mean, this looks really great. I think McFarlane did a great job on uh, both of their Bat cycles, and looks like Hot Toys is doing an excellent job on this one. Uh, one thing about the stand, it, it's kind of hard to see, but I think it's great that it almost looks like the wheels are just barely off the ground. Uh, with vehicles like this, if those wheels are on the ground for any significant amount of time, you'll get flat spots from the rubber. So you definitely want to avoid that and uh, try to eliminate as much we uh, weight on those wheels as possible. And it looks like they got it just right, where they're almost just barely hovering, um, but still it'll kind of preserve that longevity for the bike. Uh, what are you thinking? Um, yeah, I like it. Um, it looks... I don't know. It looks fucking cool. It looks like a bat, uh, uh, bat cycle. Um, I was unaware of the rubber problem. That's interesting to note. Uh, I hope that the final version uh, maintains this um, level of height. Because, yeah. again, it's a prototype. So they could nail the prototype and completely fuck up the actual release. Um, did you say this one's supposed to have the heat wrap or that's the other bike? No, the McFarlane one does, but I was just saying like looking at these photos, like, you know, I'm like a big screen accuracy guy, but I haven't actually looked that much into this particular bike, but the fact that McFarlane went out of the way to sculpt like all this sculpted wrap on the, the heat pipe and it's not here. I don't think McFarlane would just do that just to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so but, I don't know if they're just missing the reference, but is that on the bad cycle or the regular motorcycle? Oh, you're right. Because apparently they're two You're fucking bikes. right. You're fucking right. I, I, hang on. Well, I don't need, I need the, the video clip. But yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah, completely right. Yeah. So I was curious. I was like, wait, I was told one thing and then. You are right, Dean. I'm looking at that McFarlane right now. You're totally right. My bad. Thank you for that. Um, don't but, ever do that again, though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is a, it looks fucking cool, man. I like uh, I like a bat cycle probably more than I like a Batmobile, and I definitely like the way this one looks. It's very cafe racer. I like wow. it. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, I I liked both the bat cycle and the Batmobile in the movie. So, and he looks badass riding it. Um. And I like that it has the USB plug-in thing. I like that Hot Toys is doing the USB uh, thing now where you could either have that or the batteries. That's pretty cool. So 
And if you don't get the Batmobile, at least you have this to go with the figure. I think that's cool. So, uh, Zach, you yes. when you had the McFarlane one, you said that you'd rather have the Drifter cycle than than the last one just because yes. of the hundred percent screen time. So, yeah. would you feel the same way here? Are you not getting this one? Or? Um, I don't think this is particularly a major spoiler, but he does use the Drifter cycle in this suit. At least once or twice. So personally for me, I would rather have him on the Drifter cycle. Um, personally, I, I just think the design looks better on the Drifter cycle. It just looks fucking mean. This, I mean, it looks great. Don't get me wrong. But I just I just really like the Drifter cycle, to be honest. It, it's really a personal preference. There's not really any, you know, it could have been reversed roles in the film and I still would have liked the Drifter cycle more. Um, some people are saying it looks too small, but I don't really think that it's too small at all. Um, it, everything looks proportionally fine to me. Might be the perspective. Um, it's like a smaller bike the right there too. It's, it's yeah. a little sleeker than the drifter. I think, I think the drifter is a little bit bulkier to be honest. Um, yeah, for, for me personally, to be honest, there's not like a, oh, it's a better bike. Like I just personally like the drifter more. I think it looks good. I think it's uh, fairly priced as well. When comparing to the other, like for example, the Batpod that they did previously, uh, the look is there. Again, I haven't watched the film, so I kind of you're talking about drifters and, and so forth. So I'm assuming there's a, a different rendition of the bike, but um, so far from what I'm seeing, I like it. The USB innovation is cool. I like that they're they're introducing that, but I think they should be in, they should be providing us with a cable as well. The fact that they don't. I don't think they include the cable or the plug to use the USB functionality. I think that should be included. But that's um, like $2 on Amazon though, right? Well, you guys have the, Amazon in Canada? I, we I have Amazon, but I'm, I'm paying 310 a, Could be an it's environmental like a, It's like thing. an e-waste thing. So like even yeah. Apple, yeah. When, you buy, when you buy an iPhone these days, I... They, I know for sure they don't come with the headphones anymore, and I'm almost certain they don't even come with a charger anymore. You got they, they don't come with the, the They box, don't come right? with the brick. Yeah. John, I'm busting your balls because you're right. It's a cop out. They should give that stuff to us. Well, don't bust anything. I was things. about to say, Marco, you're talking. About, you're like, oh, it's only what two bucks? Yeah, which would be even cheaper for them buying a bowl. Yeah, like, they, it, they should it, give it to us. Like, what the fuck? Well, I was about to just kick you off the show, but for when it comes to buying two dollar things on Amazon, do you still have to ask Gigi first? Going for the throat, bro. Going for the throat. Dare you? Under five dollars, I'm good. Oh, okay, perfect. After tax, though, I don't know. Uh, so, anyways, the um, I think it looks cool. Do I want to pick it up? I'm so tempted because um, I'm a I'm a Batman fan, and this is cool, bro. You haven't seen the movie. I gotta see the movie. I gotta see the movie, bro. Like for me, I like the concept of the Batpod and the Tumbler, how those two work together. So that's the thing. I want to wait to see how kind of how this is made and and how that relates to that film. Uh, but I'm not going to complain. I think this is cool. It's innovative, and and it's good for uh, the collectors. The only other thing I would have liked to see as well is if they did a deluxe where the Batman came with the bike, like they did with the Bat Signal, as opposed to just having to buy the bike on its own. I think that could have been a cool option as well as where you have the the Bat Cycle paired with the uh, the actual Batman figure. Uh, but other than that, I, I think it's a great release. Chat is loving that we're coming for each other tonight, so you'd love to see that. Marco, go ahead. <laughs> All right, let's turn it up a little bit. Yeah, I think this one looks great. 
you know, I've been doing the calculus. I kind of, and Eddie, you're going to be disappointed here, but I've been considering that Prime 1 statue. And then after looking at the price and then thinking about the shipping, I'm like, you know, I could get the the Batman, the Bat Signal, the bike, the Batmobile, and, he, you know, be around the, the total price there. So, you know, that's kind of the calculus I'm going through. So I'm thinking it does look good. I hear your point about it's not featured in the film quite enough, this version, but I don't know that it look, looks so different from the other iteration um, that it really bothers me. So, yeah, I think this is one that I definitely want to add to the collection. I'm not disappointed at all. I agree with you. That's that's one of the problems I have with statues is that you gotta you got to put all that money that you could have multiple renditions of something other than just one. So, yeah. It's a tough calculus, but... Go, I want to piggyback off that for a second, Eddie. Um, do you think the Sideshow one, obviously we haven't seen it, just a teaser, you think that's going to be worth any consideration or should we pull the trigger on the Prime one if we want a Batman? I think the Prime one is badass and I think it's a good price and you can find it places where you don't have to pay shipping. So, But I think oh, the Sideshow one will be good. Power. If you go off of... Uh, <laughs> The the bail that they just did, which is a little I thought ES, that looks really and solid. it looks decent. You know, some people don't like to pose, whatever. But if you go off of that, that looks good. So this one, I would think, would look good too. I just don't want a third scale. Uh, the price isn't even the issue. Yeah, it's just I, the size. I get you. I just I don't even. I like don't third want a third scale. scale. Sorry about that. Uh, use. No, no worries. Um, I didn't even know Satcho was making a statue of this. I'll have to check that out uh, after that one. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I like this. Uh, I'm holding off on making kind of purchases for this movie until one, we see what uh, the new, you know, studio that we'll talk about later is coming out with in the scale. But um, also, I'm kind of waiting to see what uh, companies produce the Batmobile. Because um, as much as I like this, I think I'd want to get the Batmobile first, just because I think of the two, I, I like that one a bit more. Um, but I think this is really well sculpted details there. Uh, scale looks there. I, I I remember here seeing people think it looks a little bit too small compared to uh, the figure, but I think it looks spot on. I don't see anything out of the ordinary with it. So um, something it's on the list to pick up, but I'm kind of just waiting until uh, I see what other kind of offerings uh, happen first. But um, yeah, I think it's awesome, especially with the USB stuff now. Now we're getting a bunch of stuff that does have USB, so we'll be able to put you know kind of a USB hub in our in our um, cases and be able to, you know, turn on multiple things and all that. So um, plug really that like into it. a smart timer with like a uh, <clears throat> one exactly. of these with like four uh, things and a plug. Exactly. Good Amazing. to go. Yeah. So, yeah, something I'll pick up eventually depending on what happens. But, yeah, it's a great release. Yeah, this for me, I haven't seen the movie yet. I just life uh, and my wife wants to see it, too. So trying to coordinate that has been difficult but i i mean i i love the aesthetics of this this bike i think uh you know i think it i think hot toys did a great job as far as uh all the detail and everything on it i mean maybe it's blasphemous to say but i mean i don't really plan on buying any figures from this movie uh but i kind of want the bike to pair with um a kit bash harley Quinn that I'm doing, but, uh, cause I, I've been looking at six scale motorcycles and it would be kind of cool to get a Batman motorcycle, uh, and, and, you know, have like a busted bat cowl or something on the, on the ground next to it. But, uh, yeah, I think it's cool and it's a great option for six scale hot toys collectors to get another vehicle. 
So, but it, right now I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off. I feel like good. I feel like Harley is too much woman for this Batman. <laughs> I don't think he could handle it. I know. Wow. Uh, Sideshow is continuing the Clint Eastwood Legacy Collection with a Dirty Harry 275, uh, releasing December 2022 to February 2023. So like a Q4, uh, Q1 uh, release window. Uh, I think the portrait looks excellent. I think the fabric weave on the suit and then also the uh, sweater there is fucking the gabagool. I think that looks really solid. It is a prototype. Uh, tweed, there you go. It is a prototype, so you know, take that with a grain of salt. Uh, but I really enjoyed uh, the uh, the man with no name. Uh, I think this looks excellent as well. And Clint Eastwood's one of those actors that has so many iconic roles that I'm curious how deep they're going to get into uh, the legacy collection. I still think 275 is a, is a touch too high. I think I'd like this to be 250. Um, but I mean, just, just on the, uh, on the rip there, I think it's uh, definitely pretty solid. Uh, yeah, this is a must have. Uh, I love dirty Harry. Um, it's just such a cool fucking like this and this is like the look right this is opening shot for the first movie where he stops the bank robbery. he's just like eating and some people decide to rob a bank and he walks out there and just shoots everybody with his 44 magnum most powerful handgun in the world <laughs> blow your head clean off bro dirty harry is Amazing. the fucking man bro did you, I think you wheeled this into existence, didn't last week when we were going over the the other one? You're like, oh, if they make it dirty, Harry, I am yeah. in. And yeah, next yeah, week. Dude. Yeah, dude, I can't. Yeah, I'm so excited. You know what you're asking yourself? Did he shoot six shots or only five? Well, to be honest, in all wow. this excitement, I lost count myself. Is this a prequel to Unforgiven? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, yeah, this is this is an, a must-have. Uh, I'm super excited. Yeah, Clint Eastwood movies are really a blind spot of mine. I haven't seen Dirty Harry. Oh, I had man. I've only seen Grand Torino and up up until last week, Unforgiven, right? And so, yeah, I, I'm disappointed in myself, but I'm not really familiar with the character, so I'll just talk about the figure. It looks slick. I think just like the other Clint Eastwood, um, you know, prototype that Sideshow put out. It looks really good. I just, again, don't trust them. So kind of in wait and see mode to, to see true. what they're producing. Um, but this prototype really looks killer. So definitely on my radar. And can we just make Dirty Harry a movie of the week here soon so I can... You, uh, motherfucker, sure you I had like your it. chance and you picked fucking 300. The fuck? No regrets on 300. No regrets. <laughs> you have to wait like eight weeks to get back to your choice, bro. Oh, man. Uh, man, this uh, this prototype, I think, looks really good for a sideshow like everybody's saying who knows what the final product will look like uh, i think the fit and finish of the clothing looks really good there's something about a uh, cardigan um on a 60 figure that uh is really popping for this figure uh for me but i i like the head sculpt i think all that's great uh i haven't watched this movie since I was in high school my dad showed me like all the Clint Eastwood movies and uh so it's definitely due for a rewatch um but yeah I think 
I think this whole collection is a great idea uh, to give collectors an option, um, you know, to add something different to their collections. Yeah, this this line is a great idea. Executed well. Hmm. Um, It has to be executed well because there's so much potential here. Uh, Portrait looks great. Like you guys have been saying, the tailoring is on point. 275 for what we're getting. We're getting we're getting to hot toys territory now. Um so I don't know if the value's there. I I hope we're not going to get we know the history that Sajo has with the bodies. I hope that's not something we're going to see with this figure. I hope there's going to be improvement with the joints. Uh, I don't want him to be holding that uh that pose there on the right and then the elbow just drop. I want that to actually hold. And then I don't I also don't want to have to send a replacement to get joints 2 months later. So there's a lot of potential here. It's just going to be on when people get it in hand, how's the overall execution of the body. I think if, if people start doing reviews, this will have no problem selling. Yeah, um, just to echo what everyone's saying, this is fantastic at Sculpt. Um, I'm glad that they're starting to do these kind of niche figures from older movies. Um, and yeah, there's nothing wrong with more Clint Eastwood in, in your life. Uh, this is definitely one of his most iconic roles. And I think, you know, in this prototype form, they've knocked it out of the park. So, um, you know, I hope they execute it as well as this prototype is, or, you know, 90% of this and, and yeah, I'm happy for people like Dean that can pew pew <laughs> in six scale form now too. So, um, yeah, fantastic. Well done. Yeah, it's really cool. The head sculpt looks good. Figure looks good. Um, I haven't seen Clint Eastwood's early stuff either. I've seen him when he was older. I've seen like Gran Torino and all the stuff he's putting out recently. Um, but I wouldn't mind going back and watching him. I know I miss Unforgiven. I fucked up that week, but uh, you really did, bro. Yeah, you hate to see it. But it. it I know how you felt when I didn't watch Santa Claus, so I I deserve pain. The pain, the pain in my chest, hole in my stomach. But no, it's that's a great figure. Uh, oh. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, let me uh, let me talk about two Queen Studio bits of news, and then we'll kind of discuss the points from there. But Queen Studios uh, put up their Joker teaser. Um, I think it looks pretty solid. Uh, some people were saying there might be a rooted option and a sculpted option, and uh, we'll talk about some Q and A stuff here in a second. Uh, they did answer two questions initially, so we're kind of going to work through this news chronologically. So. The first bit of news that they put up was a two-question Q&A. Uh, well, Inart, which is their uh, one-six scale collectible figure brand, uh, what will Inart's first one-six scale collectible figure be? Heath Ledger Joker. Will Inart release a one-six scale of the Batman? Yep, there will be, and it will be equipped with a movie anchor at Batmobile based on the movie version. It ended up being quite the Q&A because um, we mentioned at the tail end of last show during last show and then at the tail end of last show, Jazz Inc. Dioramas had, uh, according to them, they had the green light to make the Batmobile. Uh, according to Yos's sources in WB, they were the only company that applied for the license to make that Batmobile. Uh, by the end of the show, there was the teaser by Hot Toys. And the next morning, there was this statement by Queen Studios. A lot of people don't know if... Um, if uh, they're taking this to mean um, the base is going to have like a portion of the Batmobile or what exactly like their third scale statue. Uh, But um, 
it ended up really kind of shaking it up because we went from getting no one six scale Batmobile to potentially getting three Batmobiles. And I know Yost put up a very honest discussion with his group where it's like, I really need to know who would order this if it's around this price point. I think it was about 1500 And uh, last I saw, I believe it was yesterday, so the numbers didn't look promising to make it. Uh, John, you did have something, uh, or Eddie rather, pulled up. Uh, we'll go ahead and check that out. This is in relation to the Joker. I believe it's uh, some accessories yeah. uh, for their figure. So we have a machine gun there for the audio people. The little bullets. Individual all, bullets. Black gloves. You'll love it. You'll love to see the black gloves. Latex, though. That's fine. I like the felt. The felt gloves. No, not white. You need the black latex, buddy. That's that's the only way. Now, the as I thought that chamber was going to work. Like, I thought he was going to cock it back and it was yeah. going to fucking go. I was like, no way. So, there's two things I want to unpack there. It does look die One, it, it really does. Yeah. I know with DC, there's been kind of that rumor that they can't come with guns. Or if they do, they might have to be molded in. Obviously, this doesn't look like the case here. These are essentially functioning weapons. Uh, you know, you can load in the the uh, the bullet. You have the magazine that works. Um, so I don't know if they're under a different level of licensing or these just haven't been formally approved yet. Uh, but the accessories look as good, I think, as if not better than uh, any accessories I've seen in one six scale. You've got the, the the cash wads there, the deck of cards. Um, I mean, this looks pretty impressive. Um, let's talk about both of these pieces of news and then we'll get to the Q and a that they, they did with uh, another YouTube channel. Uh, but Dean, with what you're seeing here, the Q and a and the, uh, prototype pictures, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, I was also a little confused cause I think during the Q and a, they said that the price range was going to be. Like yeah, comparable. we'll get there. But they kind of contradicted themselves earlier, so I still don't really know what to believe. But just based on the figure, I mean, it looks incredible. And I am not a Heath Ledger Joker fan. I don't even like the Nolan trilogy. Um, but, like, objectively, this is fucking insane. Um People are speculating, just like their statues, there's going to be a rooted hair version and a sculpted hair version. Um, so you'll have... I thought it was going to come with both, but apparently that's how they do their statues. Like an artist version and then a regular version. Um, I feel like when we talk about the prices later, the art the artist version is going to be way more limited. So the price is going to be way fucking higher. Um, but man, I, I think it was, um, Ben Thomas who took a picture of his DX, uh, DX 11 in the same pose. Oh boy. And it was like night and day. Yeah. Like it was not, you couldn't even, <laughs> which is insane to say, cause the DX 11 is a great figure. It looks amazing, but this is, just and again it's a prototype but you know i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt for now because they're new this is it's like taking a still of the, the movie it's insane yeah 
I think it looks pretty good. I think that they're going to come out of the gate swinging. So I I am not supposed to buy one six stuff and it <laughs> looks awesome and uh I don't know, I might be tempted by the by these figures. So we'll see. I know price is the biggest thing for everybody. I I do think they're going to be a little bit higher. I don't think they're going to be super high like people think. I don't think they're going to be like statue prices high. I think they're going to be a little higher than Hot Toys. Uh, but uh, yeah. it'll be interesting to see. You know, the the if they do the addition size like John thinks they will, or yeah. you know what exactly they will do. But I I think it's cool. I think it's exciting. Everybody wants Hot Toys to have competition. I think here it is. You know. By the time we import this artist version, though, it might be a statue price, right? I think that's what scares me. Depends on who you get it from, because I'm, you get, the imported thing is only, uh, the shipping, really. The charge is really high, and figures are, light, so you won't get like a, you won't get super hard shipping on this, but uh, you there are people that that have free shipping for this that I think will sell this, so um. I don't think that's going to be as bad as you think it is. So, okay. I think so. To start off with the figure, the figure looks. I think it looks phenomenal. The um, the rooted hair, that absolute stunning. The from what we can see again, this is a prototype. They came out and said that their goal is to actually execute the figure better than the prototype. I don't. I don't know if that can. Those are those are some pretty big words uh, to be putting out there. But from what I'm seeing so far. You can't even compare it to the Hot Toys. Now, what's interesting to see as well is on the portrait on the right, where you see him uh, without the jacket sitting down, it looks like they're using the, from this angle at least, it looks like they're using Zach. If you remember, we talked about, I don't know, the forearms. Yeah, you're not going to have the wrist pegs from this angle at least. Yeah, it doesn't Uh, look like there's, I mean, of course, it's a well-shot photo, but yeah. I, if they're trying to really push to that next level of six scale, I would not be surprised. Exactly. If that's what they were doing. Now, my whole thought was I thought Queen was going to go and be direct competition with J&D. I really don't know if that's the case because they did. I think what we're waiting for now is price point and confirmation on whether they're doing an addition size. And I think that's really going to be the definitive line as to whether they're competing directly with Hot Toys or if they're going for that higher scale market. I think that they're going to do... From what Queen has said, they're going to be fairly priced. I personally think that it's going to come down to addition size. Possibly the regular, like let's say sculpted uh, hair rendition won't have an addition size. And then they'll have like artist renditions like they do with their some of their statues where that's very limited. I can see them doing that. Whether we're going to get an addition size on both renditions of the character, um, we just have to wait and see. I think, I think they said that well, we're going to talk about it a little bit later as to when this is going to release, but I think we're going to be hearing news. Uh, fair, news is imminent on this release, so we'll see. <clears throat> there we go. Um, yeah, the picture on the right looks like, you know, shrink ray uh, for Heath Ledger. I think it looks utterly amazing. So, uh, yeah, like it's hard to judge without the price. Um, you know, uh, I, 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 you know, we've it's been said before that they've talked about them being competitive and all that stuff. So. It will be, you know, it's going to be seen, one, you know, with these costs and two, you know, how hard they are to get. But I think just in a pure quality, you know, figure to figure uh, comparison alone, this one definitely destroys the hot toys. So um, I don't have any bail 
uh, Batman anything because I I never got it, you know, when it was out, you know, originally, and then the price kind of skyrocketed, so I never wanted to get it then, and I know yeah. they've done some reissues, but um, this is something, but I never wanted to get Batman reissue if I couldn't also get a Joker. So, um, yeah, this might be fill my Joker uh, slot, depending on the price and, again, availability, all that stuff. But, yeah, on a pure aesthetics and pure quality standpoint, it looks phenomenal. So I hope they execute just as uh, um, good as they seem they will hopefully yeah this whole this whole endeavor uh was surprising um getting you know these six scale figures from queen studios uh you know the batman figures um very interesting this is just the pictures that they've shown here uh just stunning the one on the uh the one on the right i just I can't believe how good it looks. The hand, like the painting on the hand and everything, uh, if it is that forearm that doesn't have a wrist peg, uh, I think that's a really good innovation going forward for uh, six-scale figures, an option anyway. Creates that next-level uh, aesthetic. I think the tailoring, everything just looks really, really on point. The rooted hair, like everybody's saying, just amazing. Um, and I think it was Equan in the in the chat saying like people didn't like rooted hair, but now we do. I mean, when it's executed flawlessly like this is, and if they can have a production figure at this level, I mean, that's when it's uh, very desirable. I mean, we see some of the customizers like Tetsu Studio. I mean the the job that they do with the customizing with the rooted hair it's it's unbelievable what artists can do it's just whether or not they can replicate it on a larger scale for me i'm with dean i think i was on an episode when we did uh reviewed one of the uh, dark knight trilogy movies this trilogy is not high on my list uh, not you too, Chris. Not you too. <laughs> it doesn't call me. Call to me. I was just chatting with Brenton earlier today. It just this trilogy just d does not call to me. Um, I think Heath Ledger was amazing in this role, but uh, it's not a figure that I would pay up for. But the point I wanted to make was, if the maybe the artist rendition is significantly higher than other six scale figures comparatively. You've got to ask yourself, if this is your Joker, if you're a huge Batman fan, like, I can't fault anybody for wanting to get the best representation in a scale that they enjoy. If they want to pay up for it, go for it. Uh, sell off your, your Hot Toys stuff, which is, you know, probably going to be garbage compared to it, <laughs> which is sad to say. Uh, go for it. Um, but yeah, I, th I think... I like this whole competition thing, but again, like in the chat, people are saying, hopefully it doesn't drive up the prices even more for Hot Toys, which is, you know, we know continuously goes up and up for average figures. Chris, when you're saying go for it, it's like you're speaking directly to me because, you know, the dark <laughs> Gigi's not going right? to approve. You know what, Gigi, turn it off right now because you're not going to like what you're going to hear, but... Um, you know, so so the Dark Knight and this iteration of the Joker are like all timers for me. So I feel like I want the best representation possible. And I've been waiting for Hot Toys to reissue, you know, a DX11 or whatever the DX, 
you know, the, the next, uh, the next iteration of the Joker been waiting for them. But if this is going to come out and blow it out of the water, like this picture on the right here, I feel like I need the, the best representation. So I do have a, like a pain threshold though. So I feel like around $600 is kind of where I start to get uncomfortable. And I do hear what Eddie's saying about, you know, if, you know, certain sites have, you know, free shipping or not free shipping, but have, you know, cheaper shipping options, then that could be the way to go. But if it's super limited, then they're still going to control the price and they're going to want to jack it up for the U.S. market. So I feel like we're going to be kind of at their mercy um, on what they want to charge us. So I am very afraid of that. But, you know, I think overall it's really great to have the competition in the six scale market. And I'm really, just really looking forward to this Joker and the Batman and all the other figures are bringing out because I think ultimately it's going to be really good for collectors at the end of the day as long as there's not like an escalation in terms of price. They don't really think, do that for limited statues, jack up the price. I think we're comparing it to Toys Wonderland, and Toys Wonderland is a shitty company. So they're not like that. They're not looking for the quick buck. They're collectors themselves, so you're not going to see that. That's great to hear, Eddie, and I'll definitely lean on you to figure out where to order from. So thank you. Now, um, Dean touched on it. There was a statement that was posted to their... I think it was like a WeChat group and it was in Chinese and the estimated price they gave for their figures was a four figure price when you converted it. Oh. Um, another channel, uh, PJ had, uh, an interview with the, was it the CEO of queen studios and, uh, someone on YouTube was nice enough to give us the, uh, TLDR on it. Uh, so I'm going to blow through these real quick and then we can chat about it. So according to the queen studio, uh, CEO, uh, these will be competitively priced, and he laughed at the rumors of the eight hundred dollar price tag. Which again, if they can, if they themselves said it would be a four figure price, and now they're laughing at the rumor of the price that Justin gave, it was eight. I think it was eight hundred to twelve hundred. Uh, that's kind of silly. Uh, all the licenses they've shown so far for China, except for Dune, which is worldwide. Uh, when asked about other licenses, he said that Bond was available. Uh, so this kind of goes into what we talked about last week. Licenses can be split regionally price-wise, etc. So um, kind of like what you guys touched on, a lot of those would have to be imported through third-party companies. Uh, they just signed a deal for the Terminator license, but for statues said that six scale is possible about a year from now, specifically mentioned the T-800 and the T-1000. The one six scale Joker's uh, pre-order is going up within the next month. There will be more uh, the Dark Knight trilogy figures afterwards. They're hoping to make Bane next. Viper Studios sculpted the Dark Knight Joker. The first few figures seen in their teaser image will launch in May. Joker is aimed for March. Gandalf and Neil will be next. Uh, Gandalf and Paul Atreides will have rooted hair. Uh, doesn't want to set re re unrealistic expectations on release dates. Delays will be minimal and smoother as time goes on. Uh, turnaround time will be fast. They're here to stay in six scale. They said communication will be the main difference between them and other companies out there. The original trilogy matrix is possible, uh, but collectors need to make their voices heard. The BVS Trinity is possible, though not in their next quarter plans just yet. There is an iconic one six scale vehicle being worked on, no hints, but will be globally available. They would love to do Indiana Jones, but any license from Disney slash Marvel is currently tricky to acquire. The Game of Thrones license has been confirmed, and video game licenses like The Last of Us and Uncharted are much easier to acquire and possible in the future. Uh, from that, I think it really depends, you know, a lot of 
people in our Patreon chat were saying that these figures are meant to be like kind of like entry level price points, but I can't imagine getting Viper and putting like that crazy of a portrait out for an entry level price. I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible. There's some amazing third party figures that are, you know, 120 bucks. So I think it could be done, but it's, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think it's unrealistic that they're going to be, you know, $300 competitively priced with hot toys right out of the gate. Um, I think it's great that, uh, they're making some, some cool figures that I really care about Gandalf and Paul Trades, but, um, I'm very happy with my crown series and I'm really impressed with the Og toys, Paul. So I, um, you know, if these are going to cost, you know, double and up of either of those figures, it's really not even a thought to be honest. Like I would rather just get two crown series, uh, and really enjoy both than get one, uh, queen studios figure. Uh, and I think it's great that they want to set realistic release date expectations, but you know, I think they're doing statues and that's fine, but I think until they really get in there with figures and deal with some of these, uh, I imagine this, the places that are manufactured, these might be different than the statues. Uh, it would be interesting to see if, if that, um, expectation stays the same because companies like hot toys that are pretty long established are having really, really crazy, uh, delays on like figures that have been on pre-order for a while. Uh, Dean from the Q and a, is there anything you took away from that? Yeah, I just, uh, the whole thing with the price is what really kind of threw me. Um, cause I was thinking that the, um, that uh, four digit price tag would be the, uh, the, uh, artist series or artist versions, but then they like laughed at the idea. So I was like, wait, like what the fuck is going on? Like, I just, I almost more confused going in than coming out of it you know i have to or say though i did watch the stream dean and it you know the gentleman who was a representative oh, he you. wasn't like the author authority on the company right like he he's an english speaker so he had some information but he didn't have like really definitive results so i, yeah. I understand the confusion i thought that guy was really high up in their company J uh, you know, john it's the guy that uh, naughty boy bill talked to regardless if you if regardless he if he, regardless if he's not high up or not but he's coming up He's coming onto a live stream with people watching, speaking on behalf of new light, new product that's coming out on Queen. I don't think I don't think anything that came out of his mouth should be taken lightly. Um, that's a good point, John. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Always. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought the Game of Thrones thing was to me the most interesting because I, you know, all the other stuff I don't really collect. Um. I mean, I I had no issues with the Game of Thrones uh, uh, as of late. I mean, the Jamie was a uh, home run, Tormund was a home run, Arya was pretty good, um, uh, Brienne was also another home run. Um, so for three zero to lose that license, or at least I don't know, maybe they didn't. I don't. I don't know what the fuck is yeah. going on anymore. I think, <laughs> I think specifically what's happening. I could be wrong, and I'm just kind of talking on my ass here. Um, it might be a scenario where um, they the I just totally drew a blank on the company. Three zero has the license for most of the regions, and then Queen might have it for um, for their for China. Yeah. Okay. Well, could be wrong. Could be. Yeah, that's yeah, a good point. Like, yeah, but the then, fact that they made have, a point to say like, hey, some of most of these licenses are China only. The other ones are globally means to me that 
you know, there is some separation. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, because there's that think... issue with some of the other scales for action figures, right? You know, right. some regions have the one twelve scale or, you know, whatever it might be. Right. Yeah. Well, whatever the whatever the situation is, I need a I need a better Jon Snow. So if they come up with a fucking good good Jon Snow, I gotta find a way to get it. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see how everything turns out. Cause, like I said, we got more questions than answers even afterwards. So, we'll see how it all pans out. The uh, going in order, I guess. The Terminator thing is cool. Even if it means statues, that's what I want. So that was good news for me. That's awesome. Um, they're starting with the Dark Knight. That's fucking awesome. Viper sculpted the the Joker. Amazing. I think we already knew that. He does all their statue stuff. Uh, I'm going to go against Mark and Zach on this. Like, How dare We you. need better Lord of the Rings shit, no matter what they say. Wow. Dare you. Prime you 1 didn't even do a good job, so thank God someone you can do Lord of the Rings and fuck the Crown series. Uh, it's just an expensive, <laughs> shitty figure. Um, wow! <laughs> Jesus, you're sipping on uh, the sauce, Eddie. Take the bass out of your voice. If you're going to talk about I'm mostly just doing like it that. because it pisses... I'm mostly just trolling. <laughs> I know. I was like, what the fuck? This seems personal. Even Mark. Uh, <laughs> the base had yeah. dude. How dare um, you? They should work for fucking Asmus. They sh- they really should. Um, anyway, uh, what was I saying about the fucking other than Lord of the Rings? Oh, Game Game of Thrones. I think that we need a better company making those figures too. So that's cool to see. Uh, and then the OT Matrix make it. It seems stupid to me that they would say collectors need to make themselves heard. Did you not hear the backlash from that new movie? And like, what are you, fucking slow or something? <laughs> They're like, hey, no one likes that figures shit, so... that you don't care about. <laughs> yeah, how so loud we do we need to be figures. for you to hear us in China? Let me dig oh, a fucking boy, hole man. really quick and yell into it. Ot wow. fucking Neo. That's oh, Pointed <laughs> uh, and then it's weird that they say iconic one six vehicle because I think they. Did tease or like someone said they were working on a Batmobile for the Batman. I don't know how iconic that one is, so maybe yeah. they're working on another one six vehicle. That's some weird. people, people said were hinting in the oh, groups sorry. it was eighty nine, but, but I don't know where they were getting that from. You know why it can't be eighty nine because it says for worldwide release. So if Hot Toys still holds that license, I don't think that uh, it would be the eighty nine. Does Hot Toys hold it though? I don't know if they're still holding it, but they they did, definitely did. The whole what licenses they hold and where they hold them and what is moral and what isn't i don't really give a fuck if i can buy it from somewhere cool <laughs> thanks <sighs> well there you have it is it my turn <laughs> no i think what's important to take away from this is um the communication that they want to have open communication with the public i think that's what's going to differentiate them between hot toys uh, hot toys we have nothing uh, there's no communication whatsoever. They're coming out and saying, yeah, we want to keep communication open. Now, whether they stick uh, stick to that statement, we'll wait and see. But at least they're recognizing that it's an issue. And um, it's an issue. And, and that hopefully they stick to their guns. Uh, the releases are great. I think there has a lot of potential. I think everyone's biting their nails. We're waiting for the price point. 
and the addition sizes. That's that's pretty much what it is. Because I think if they're starting to say, well, we're going to put out figures at 800 to 1500, well, we're in a ball game here where I don't really think it's going to affect Hot Toys too much because I think Hot Toys will fall into the position of Sideshow as a statue company. You got all these statue companies, Prime One, XM, Queen, that are selling you third scale statues at 1600. But but you got collectors that where their budgets are between that you know five hundred to a thousand, so they're okay with side. I think Hot Toys may settle in that position if Queen decides to take a, an approach where they're going to charge a lot for these pieces. So, well, I mean, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but have they said for sure that these are limited pieces? No, it hasn't come out no. yet. Because if they're if their if their goal is to be competitively priced so four to five hundred bucks three yeah. to five right yeah. depending on the figure i i doubt they're gonna be exactly it. yeah so it's i like, agree with you like i don't think they're gonna be three to five i'd be surprised if they're at three to five dean with that quality that we're seeing from uh especially including that viper studio they may have a rend a cheaper like the, let's say the sculpted rendition maybe a little bit cheaper but i don't think you're gonna get the I still think they're going to have some sort of higher end line that you're going to be right. paying for if you want to get I into. I think that's the key right there, John. Yeah. Is they're going to have two different SKUs. Yeah, maybe. That made me uncomfortable that you said that like that. Is that you said SKUs? I was thinking about that too. <laughs> like, weird guy. <laughs> like, why do you say an SKUs, bro? That's different. SKU, baby. Back to when I was a kid. Um. I guess yeah. So I, you know, what what can be said that hasn't already been said? Uh, the only thing I'm wondering is if this is like a the kind of Warner Brothers thing where multiple companies can have the uh, the license, especially for these Asmus figures that they're taking over. Or I'm wondering if Asmus has just straight up lost the license for those. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. But yeah, I'm I'm you know I know you guys are you know happy with your current Asmus figures, but if they put out something that's the same quality as that Joker. Uh, but Gandalf, you know, hopefully that will be uh, awesome for you guys, depending on the price, of course. So yeah, depending on the price. Yeah, um, you know, I like what they're doing. You know, we'll see what we'll see how this goes. You know, some of the licenses that they have are beloved. Some are, you know, we'll see we'll see where that goes. You know, I don't know um, how many OT Matrix fans there are that they're gonna make their voices heard to get you know some more Neos made but not many why no. <laughs> what the fuck just no what they're, they're great too? but I mean I thought I no, liked no, that I, guy. I, I love I love the OT Matrix I mean I love Matrix 1's like one of the best like mm -hmm. going to see that movie in the theater when I was that age was amazing but I'm just saying nowadays the you know the, when the only thing we've had for the past you know 15 years is Matrix 4 which was mediocre at best um we'll see where that goes but if they make it I, you know i'd be happy with it so um yeah we'll, we'll see where they go with this i'm cautiously optimistic it's all going to come down to how much they're charging for these things and uh, what the availability is so um but yeah i'm excited i'm i'm hoping that uh, this gives everybody options for everything they want so um uh, yeah that's my take yeah i'm right there with you um as far as the options go um all these different licenses different movie franchises, whatever it might be. Um, I think it's cool that a, a company is going to get another take at some of these uh, lines. And if we can have like a tiered system with, you know, higher level uh, versions of that figure, whether it be a head sculpt or different options to kind of upgrade, I think that might be cool. 
Um, I mean, you guys have pretty much said everything. The only things that really stick out to me are uh, the Game of Thrones and the Lord of the Rings stuff. I love those franchises, but neither one of them really has called to me to be a collector for those, those series. And I could see if they um, do a really good Khaleesi and Jon Snow, I could, I could see myself getting that pairing. And uh, for me, with, with Lord of the Rings, I really wanted that Gladriel figure, but I was just really underwhelmed by uh, the final product, so I had canceled. And I, I could see getting a, you know, a Gandalf or Galadriel or Aragorn or something, which he really needs a proper head sculpt. So we'll see what what this company, you know, what comes to fruition with, with all these hopes and dreams and promises they've laid out here uh, for collectors. But... Again, I mean, it comes down to the bottom dollar, uh, what what we're willing to spend on this stuff. And if it's absolutely knock your socks off kind of product in the end, then maybe I will uh, put my money um, in this, you know, this direction. But time will tell. But yeah, it's it's all interesting to talk about. I uh, it's It's hard to go anywhere until we actually see final product Zach how dare you I saw that <laughs> <laughs> as I mentioned I, I did watch the live stream and it, it kind of felt like a politician making a lot of promises right like I, I really like the representative I forget the gentleman's name he had a really John. great vibe to him there you go John um, but you know this might be the reason why Hot Toys doesn't communicate with us because the more you start to like raise everyone's expect, expectations Right. Like, I, you know, I deal with this in my work, like you start going out to the community and then you raise everyone's expectations and you got to deliver on that. Right. So when you when you're putting out, oh, T1000, you're putting out Game of Thrones, like you have to deliver on that. Um, and so I think they may be backpedaling a little bit after, you know, kind of seeing what everyone's level of comfort was when it comes to the prices that were being floated, because, yeah, they, they are kind of advertising as an entry level figure. And so hopefully they do have an entry-level skew. I'm going to say it right this time. Um, but if they have their you know signature series that is significantly better that everyone wants, it's got to be like priced in an area that's not going to be like so insane that it, we're reaching statue territory. So I, I am a little concerned by the messaging so far, but I think the good news is that they're going to be making their rounds here in the near future and the pre-orders are going to be going up. So we're going to have clarity here very soon. Um, so hopefully they're hearing what we're saying and they're going to adjust accordingly. Marco, you're right. The um, and uh, who is it? Caffeinated comic fan says it. Their group is an absolute fucking nightmare. Everyone's at, every every idiot in that group is asking for the most random yeah. fucking figure. Like, make this season two cameo appearance character, please. I've been wanting it for twenty years. Like, dude, fuck that. Yeah, character. but everybody in the they're Hot Toys gonna... group is an idiot too, asking for every other reissue. Look, oh my God. God. I'd rather have a reissue though? than some random extra in like season two of some show no one's ever fucking heard of. Like, what? People were asking for the stupidest shit. Grinds my gears. <laughs> yeah, it grinds in. my fucking gears. Like, like, it, it kills me too, not to go on a tangent, but like, dude, like, get back to reality. We're not going to make that guy, like Zach was just saying, like in the third row of the stadium in the one scene of, you know, it's just like he's not going to happen. Though. 
Oh, I know. Fuckers, I've never My even heard of. My cousin was a background character in The Walking Dead. Can you make yeah. him? You guys are Fucking, right, but at the same yeah. time, make Heath Ledger in The Night's Tale, please. Please go. Okay. Well, well uh, he was Eddie, a main character, at least. Tell us about the Pure Arts. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt to read that name. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, 259 Q3 to Q4 2023. Who is this character? I, I think it's Eivor. Because yep, I want to say it's right. either Eivor or Ivar, but Ivar is Viking, so I think it's Eivor. But um, this is the main character in uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's Played the game a little bit. I like have no patience for ro- roaming games. I don't even know what you call them anymore. Role I have playing. no patience. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. Open I couldn't world. Play it, but uh, I love Vikings and I love like the show Vikings, and I thought it was a cool figure enough for me to want to buy it. Um, so I thought I'd throw it throw it on the show sheet, but it was weird to me to see that like when you so this is your character, but you can either make him male or female, and they only did the male version of him so i'm wondering if like they're gonna do another female version or not but it comes with a ton of accessories i think they're die casts i don't remember though but uh it looks really fucking cool so i thought for any video game fans out there pure any assassin creed's fan they they might like this eddie you said you wanted to get it i kind of want to get it yeah is that because it's like not an important enough character to get a statue of? So it's just like, oh, but I like it enough to get it. Yeah, exactly. And they don't do enough. The one of my favorite shows is Vikings, and I there's a statue coming out of it that I want that's been teased, but um, yeah, it's not something where I need like a ton of statues of it. So uh, a, a figure would be cool, and this one comes with a lot of accessories and. It's a good enough price point to where I may end up picking it up, but that makes sense. Very good. Yeah, uh, Dean, this is also something. There's the uh, the full list of accessories there. So I actually like the stand. It's very themed. Yeah, it's dope. Really cool. Is he Thor? He's a Viking. He's a yeah. They just come with a shit ton of. Is it? Did you say that because of the hammer? Yeah. Yeah, dude. No, they just they all fight with hammers and axes and shit. It's cool. Speaking of Dean, uh, Game Toys Cloud and Fenrir Q1 2023, uh, six fifty. I'll cycle through these pictures, and you're the expert here, so you just uh, let me know what you think. Yeah, so this is a six scale cloud from the movie Advent Children, uh, Fantasy Seven. Uh, yeah, Q1 2023, six hundred fifty bucks. Um, I went ahead and pre-ordered this. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that payment, but here we are. I need this. Like, I need air in my lungs, bro. Uh, Fenrir. <laughs> Fenrir is a, a very important part of the movie. Um, Will and I talked about this on his stream uh, on Sunday. Um, Cloud is on Fenrir almost the entire movie. I mean, even in the final fight, uh, the first half of it, he's on the bike, so... You almost, like, if Claude is as important to you as he is to me, he's literally my favorite character of all time. Um, you for, wow. you kind of have to get the bike. Like, the bike is a very integral part of the movie. Um, it opens up, and you can put all the swords in their slots, which is very cool. I have this in the Player Arts Kai, and that sucker is huge. So I, this is going to be... Um, 
This is going to be amazing. I cannot wait for this to come out. It's going to have lights. I don't believe it's going to have any sound or anything. But uh, they said there's it, they developed a new body for it. I, I think it's just a Fison that they're going to use, honestly. It doesn't look like it's anything spectacular. Um, a medical-grade silicone, you know, how they always say. So, um, But Game Toys is... They've released two figures so far, at least from Pharmacy 7, Sephiroth and Cloud from the remake game, and they exceeded expectations, even past their prototypes, uh, which is very rare. Uh, so I have no doubt that this is going to be absolutely fucking incredible. So I pre-ordered it. Uh, I made the mistake of not pre-ordering their other figures, and Sephiroth. I regret it. I regret it so fucking bad because those figures are so expensive now. Yeah, I regret um, that too. Big time. Huge. Yeah. I got the VTS. And don't get me wrong, I, I like that figure. It's great, but it's it's nowhere close as fucking cool as the Game Toys ones, and I'm bummed out I, I can't get them. Um, so I did not make the mistake of this one because if it follows the same trajectory... This motherfucker is going to be 1200 bucks when it comes out. So if you're on the fence about pre-ordering it, just pre-order it. Uh, this uh, figure, which I know Chris Letty is very <laughs> excited to talk about, the Ahsoka, I believe this is the Clone Wars version, was released. I know we were all freaking out about the instructions photo, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I think those photos are probably a bit uh, poorly taken. I think, I think the figure looks fine. Um, I still don't love um the material that hot toys uses for their seamless bodies um i think i i just don't see these lasting very long i think you're gonna have the issue with shuri where the panther gauntlets were cutting up the forearms and just the the elbows themselves aren't gonna hold up particularly well fortunately i think one of ahsoka's most iconic poses is this one here on the left with the sabers behind her body and the arms straight on so i think Potentially, you could have some longevity there in a in a fairly safe pose, uh, and I think Hot Toys, man, they just really kind of flex hard with their purrs or single eye rolling system, whatever you want to call it these days. If the Gandalf by Asmus was anywhere near this good, I mean, that would be just absolutely incredible. Uh, I think overall, I think this is really solid. I I um I've seen quite a few people say that the sculpt looks really soft. Um, it is also an animated cartoon character made into the semi-realistic take, so I, uh, I guess. I, I think the arms are just... I think that's kind of my big concern. Uh, what do you think, Dean? Ahsoka Clone Wars Hot Toys? Uh, yeah, I cannot wait for this. I have it on pre-order at Stevens. Um, I think... I think it looks really good. I I really don't have a lot of bad things to say about it. I am worried about the arms. Um, but I'm just not going to pose it all that fucking crazy, honestly. Um, and I, I think... I don't know if they improve the face, but it's definitely not as bad as the prototypes. I mean, that looked like John Travolta. This is kind of like maybe... I remember son. that. <laughs> I remember that. Travolta Tano, yeah. Yeah. It was funny because we were jumping on stream and I was like, 
someone's talking. Who is that? And I was like, oh, it's Chris Letty. I was like, why is Chris here? And I was like, that's so good. Kind of. <laughs> I know. He's you like, know. bro, can I come on? I'm itching to talk about this figure. <laughs> like, bitch, where have you been the <laughs> last 20 weeks? We missed hey, you. So oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give up the rest of my time because I want to hear Chris talk about this. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. And thanks, for Zach, for uh, letting me jump on last minute. Um, yeah, this this figure, obviously... When it was announced, it was uh, like an earth-shattering kind of moment in the six-scale community because nobody thought Hot Toys would do an Ahsoka figure. And uh, we had kind of mentioned him earlier. Uh, we had done an emergency live stream with uh, the uh, six-scale economist. May he rest in peace. Um, Jesus, he didn't really die, as far as we know. <laughs> don't say that. We don't know, though. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a great great time uh with him back in back in the old the old days uh way before all the numerous six scale streams um anyway uh no i just i i am extremely excited for the release of this figure long time coming i think it was announced like back in 20 was it 2020 some summer of 2020 or something um but Ahsoka's my, she's my girl. She's like my favorite Star Wars character of all. And uh, <laughs> he didn't die. <laughs> um, so just uh, being able to get her figure in six scale form was kind of one of those uh, pie in the sky dreams when I started collecting hot toys. And I didn't think it would ever happen when Clone Wars season seven happened you know, kind of open the door for Hot Toys to potentially make a figure of of Ahsoka in her Clone Wars, um, you know, version. I think the final product looks really, really good. Um, <sighs> Andrews. Andrews says not. Yeah. SSZ is gone. Arms aside, she's absolutely stunning. Yeah. Sure. Um rather she'll for sure be the center of my one six collection final production made me decide to get two wow wow yeah uh i had two on pre-order and i did recently decide to cancel one um just because my six scale collecting has diminished significantly uh as of recent but i do have her on pre-order with underground figures and yeah i'm just eagerly anticipating her arrival obviously going with a you know, uh, uh, another retailer. I won't see her for a little bit longer, but I'll pair her with Rex. And I've got a whole Ahsoka shrine in my hallway going down to the basement, all my prints and and other figures and, and such. So I think to everybody's point so far, the arms down the road could potentially be a concern, cracking, you know, that sort of thing but zach said you know her kind iconic pose is with her straight arms down with the her sabers um to the back and i think you know that would be a great pose she comes with a lot of different display options with her cloak uh and you can she looks you know with the material with her uh on her pants and everything i think you're going to be able to have her in numerous different display uh you know action poses and stuff depending on how you want to, how you want to 
push those limits to the, you know, the seamless arms. But for me, Ahsoka, she just means a lot to me as a character, her whole journey throughout Clone Wars and now into the Mandalorian. I just think, uh, you know, we've seen her growth significantly, you know, we've seen her character grow so much throughout the Star Wars community, more so than I think many others. And I think her popularity is continuing to grow. So I'll be interested to see what the overall take is on this figure and how well it sells. Uh, will I regret not buying two? I don't know. Um, but yes. <laughs> I probably will. But for me, this was like the number one figure that I that I wanted the last arc of season seven of the Clone Wars is my top um, story arc in all of Star Wars. So to have a representation of this figure in six scale, I think is is huge for me. I just hope, um, you know, all the other people that are waiting for her, I think, I hope that they, you know, uh, really like the way the final product came out. And I haven't had a chance to watch any reviews I think there's a few already up on, on YouTube, but yeah, just looking forward to that. And yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my story. And, uh, yeah, I'll just stop my rambling. <laughs> Marco, what do you think? Yeah. So thinking about this figure and seeing it released is kind of surreal because it takes me back, back to the days of the early pandemic where we really weren't comfortable leaving our homes. You know, I was watching, uh, six scale scavengers, six scale economists, and getting caught up in the <laughs> hype of, you know, this this figure because I'm not a huge Clone Wars person, uh, and I've come to appreciate Ahsoka more over the years. Um, but you know, just this has really crossover appeal, right? I have friends that have no other Hot Toys pre-orders that like you know appreciate yeah. Hot Toys through me, and they're like, when is this one going to come out? I was like, you know, Lord only knows. Um, there's lots of rumors, and so to, for it to finally come out is pretty surreal. I do see a bit of Rosario Dawson in this mm -hmm. sculpt. And, you know, I, I know there's a lot of uh, speculation about them retooling it. And I don't know if that's, you know, just me projecting, but I, I see it. So I know folks are waiting on the Rosario Dawson version from Mandalorian. Um, I feel like this is... <laughs> yeah, Let me right? just clarify. I, he's not dead. I don't know why don't you know said that, Letty. We're, we're trying to speak him we, back into existence. Bring you on the show <laughs> and you start this rumor that another YouTuber died. You got to listen to John's 60 seconds. We got this oh fucking God. goober in the chat. My esophagus hurts from screaming heaven gains an angel rip. <laughs> Economist, if you're out there, we need one more stream. Come on. Ahsoka's out. I know. Um, but <laughs> So, you know, this figure is it's terrific, though. I have all the same concerns about the arms. But, you know, as Zach said, I think this pose on the left is the one to put her in. I think that's kind of to avoid any of the potential issues. And I think this is the one to get the rookie card version. We're going to have many more Rosario Dawson versions, but you got to mm -hmm. have this one in the collection. So absolutely coming home to me. Nice, yes, nice. I, I, I love Ahsoka. I, I was late to her um you know to basically knowing who she was i didn't watch clone wars until um till the pandemic uh so to marco's point yeah it definitely takes me back to that this is one of the first shows that i binged sort of when we were on lockdown and had nothing else to do but watch tv so uh then i realized what 
I had been missing and what Letty had always been talking about and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So uh, definitely fell head over heels for her. So um, this is a fantastic figure, uh, without a doubt. Um, I know everybody's worried about the arms, but like everybody said, this pose right here, which is the savers behind her back, uh, will do great. Even, you know, you could pose her in kind of her dynamic, you know, one in the front, one in the back, uh, without really putting too much of a bend on her, um, on her legs. So, or on her legs, on her arms. So nasty. (laughs) Slip (laughs) one in the front, one in the back. Oh yeah. Well, you know, clip it, clip it. Um, so yeah, this is an absolutely fantastic figure. The sculpt turned out better than, uh, definitely better than the prototype, in my opinion. Um, I guess I could see a little bit why people are calling it maybe a smidge bit soft, but I think it's like you said, it's a cartoon. Um, it's from the animated. I think they went even more animated with the final product. I think the the original one definitely was kind of more towards the realistic, um, and this one definitely threads that sort of line right down the middle where it's, I think it's a little bit more towards the animation side, which is fantastic because that's exactly what I wanted. Um, and to Marco's point, I could definitely see a bit of Rosario, like young Rosario in different, you know, pictures that they do. Not, not all of them, I, but I can definitely see some of the kind of features in her like lips and maybe cheekbones and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I am super stoked for this figure. I have two on order. Uh, because I wanted to do one uh, in the cloak, because I just think that's such a powerful scene, you know, mm-hmm. to sort of in a clo- Clone Wars and her and her her cloak. So, um, and then I have to have one to pose with Anakin. So, um, yeah, fantastic figure, executed flawlessly. Uh, definitely looking forward to getting this in hand. This is one of the rare situations where I kind of wish I did day one pre order through though those that shall not be named but um yeah i'll just be waiting for my normal pre-orders to come in but uh super excited this has been my number one figure i've been excited for for a long time so i'm glad it's finally here uh lane kramer with the two dollar super chat i see more ashley Eckstein, not rosario yeah i don't see rosario at all to be honest um og fan says he gets a girlfriend goes back to work work and wham presto changeo you hate to see it. The chat is going crazy about this. <laughs> uh, Eddie, what do you think? Uh, I think the figure looks amazing. I think they did improve on the final head sculpt. I think it looks so much more like Clone Wars. It didn't, to me, when they first showed it, it just looked like an Ahsoka figure that was from Clone Wars, but it didn't have like the Clone Wars face, and now I think it does a lot. Like I see it a lot, so... It looks like a big difference to me. I don't know. Um, I'd have to go back and see the initial photos, but it looks like a big change. And then, uh, yeah, I don't I don't care too much about the material on the arms. If I was going to get it, I think it's uh, what you prefer. It's joints or silly. Like, the whole debate is annoying. Mm-hmm. You're going to be mad either way. Uh, but I think the figure looks amazing. And I don't know why people try to compare her to Rosario, because Rosario is new. Like, this is the real Ahsoka right here. So, I don't... I mean, Rosario's fine. We haven't seen much from her, but I don't know why everybody's like, oh, the the Rosario. Like, this is Ahsoka. If you're an Ahsoka fan, you get this one. You have to worry about Rosario later. Yeah, that's That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it looks amazing. I think that they're doing the Clone Wars line really well. and It's awesome. Yeah, it's a, what, what more can be said? It's a great release. Um, again, clone. I didn't touch on Clone Wars, so I don't have any emotional attachment to the character. 
I started with Sean. Jesus Christ, Letty. Sean, <laughs> you're Sean. I know. I I'm agree. kidding. What did, what did I do? I'm, ki- I'm totally kidding. Oh, Sean. Oh, yeah. Sean. I thought he said Sean. 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 What did I do? What did okay. I do? Uh, I'm yeah, Sean. No, I don't. I never, like I said, I didn't. Tell, I, I got into with Rosario, with Rosario. Um, so when I see Ahsoka, that's what I think of first. Um, regardless, guys, I don't know. You guys are too. I don't know. I don't want to say too soft, but. You're paying to uh, what? Did, what did this retail for? Over to what? Two twenty-five, two fifty. What was it? Look Anybody it remember? No idea. Didn't even look at the price. Just ordered. Okay. Uh, that's my <laughs> style. Grant's my gears. Some people on the show ask a question that they could have googled for like forty minutes. And everyone else is talking. They could have, but regardless, two fifty, two twenty-five should be on the show sheet. The price, to be honest, but that's okay. Um, the you hate to see it. The seamless arms aren't acceptable. If they're gonna get ruined, I don't want to be. Everybody's praising this figure. Oh, it's beautiful and this and that. And then in a, in, in two months when they start getting the figure, and yeah, posing but joints it, oh, look ugly. well, joints look ugly. There's that's a, fine. There's a con pro for each. Exactly. You know, to say that it, figures that it needs joints is like that's a preference. You can't say that it needs that. Okay, I'm not. I didn't say it figure. needs joints. Did I say it you needs did. joints? You said we were too soft, but that's not. Uh, a oh yeah, but I didn't have, say so we need joints. Again, as regardless, you spoke my turn. When the tearing starts happening. I don't want to hear people start saying, oh, 250, I wasted 250 on this figure and this is what's happening. We know the quality already. So, I don't know, have some elbow coverings or something. But those, if you, if you bend those, that, that arm, that's going to tear immediately. So just keep that in mind. That's false. John, John, you might be right though. There might be, there might be a compromise though. We might, we should get two sets of arms. Give us a seamless one. Give us ones with joints, right? That's, that's, that's someone speaking with. With okay, well, he said it better experience. than me, though. He said it better Eddie, than me, fuck, though. man. You have to comment for everything. No, I'm just can saying. Shut he, the hell up. He well, they all said it the right way. He can say it the right way, but I'm, I'm speaking. You gave your two cents. Everyone wants to praise it. I'm going to give you the the other side of it, coming from someone who's not familiar with the character and as a figure collector. Those joints, those, those seamless arms will lead to problems. I have the Leonidas figure. I won't even flip and touch that thing. I won't even touch it. You want to pose? The, you want to pay two fifty to pose it this way? Fine, keep the arms straight. But you bend that figure for a long period of time, and it's done. It's done. Look what happened with Wonder Woman. Your keywords were for a long period of time. Take care of your figures. Don't be an idiot. What are you talking about? Take care of your figures. Don't leave it in the pose if you can't. Leave okay, it in Eddie, the pose. that's fine. Eddie, what the hell do you? How many figures? What figures do you have that you, that have seamless that arms left? Doesn't mean that I don't have them. Do you have experience with seamless arms? Yes. Okay, I'm going to be the adult. Rip, yes. Didn't you damage the Hellboy and the Bane? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to just stay Hellboy. quiet. The Bane oh, I left in the pose, okay. and I didn't complain about it. You can have opinions. That's fine. But I'm I'm just saying. You look. I got I got one thing to say. If you leave it in the in the pose, but you have to take care of your figure. One thing to say. If I if I'm buying a figure, if I want to pose it with a bended arm, you pull up the photo. You pull up one of the photos they had. You bought you, Leonidas. I bought Leonidas, but I keep Leonidas Not in the package. Guys, bended. Okay, so maybe they'll leave this in the box. Well, that's Shit, what I'm saying. If people, are, but are people going to leave graded. it in the box? There you go. Get it graded. Leave it. Remember, in the box. I like. I like, I like uh, Marco's idea. I like, Give us the jointed arms as well like if you want to pull them. Yeah. That's like a, that's you know what else is great, Dean? Game toys of the cloud. They give you Why is it arms. Dean? Okay, Dean's reading it today. Oh, wow. I forgot again. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> John, come back. 
He's God, just like economists. Oh, man. We're all God. Oh, my God. Jesus I Christ. Get, I agree. Like dust in the wind. Avenge the fallen. Um, is anyone going to read this? Or yeah, we want to thank our uh, friends over at 1-6 Corner. Uh, their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer great prices, great packaging, fast shipping, best in the business customer service. Collecting, we- collecting weekly listeners get 10% off in stock figures while our show is live. Using code CW10, that's capital CW10. Choose your figures. Uh, choose your figures. Pay safely with PayPal, and leave the rest to them. You see what happens when Eddie gets my blood boiling. It's just stuttering John over here. I like how Not John's like, time. "Oh, everyone's too soft. I'm coming in here to tell the hard truth." It's truths. okay. And then when I'm on his show and I tell the hard truth, he's he fucking takes me off the show. It's okay. Don't worry. When <laughs> Queen Studios gives us the quality product, I won't have to bitch anymore. Wow. Oh, I can't wait for them to shit on John. Um, well, our topic for tonight that got got spicy is uh, going all in on uh, collectibles, whether it be a character, a license, a property, a scale. Uh, I just want to hear from the boys, hear what you guys got. So it's no secret last year I went all in on Lord of the Rings. It consumed me entirely for like, Probably well, ten months. You went all in on Gandalf and like Frodo or Bilbo. I'm sorry. Was this what I went all in on, or were you went all in on? Well, you went all in on. Okay, you didn't go so all in on Lord of the Rings. Otherwise, you'd have Legolas, Aragorn. Those Frodo. are background characters. Like... <laughs> the background characters. Um, I, uh, I'm sorry. I, I was distracted. Um, yeah, I, 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 I got the bug, man. I went fucking all in on apparently just Gandalf, which you're not wrong. Uh, and a lot of people said it was just a trend. Uh, they're like, you're a trend collector, bro. But I stuck to my guns, Dean. I stuck to my guns and I still have like 95% of what I ordered. And I'm so excited. We're finally going to put the new garage, or the old garage shelves new now in the collection room. They're actually in there right now. The new room. First thing in there. And it's going to be a whole Lord of the Rings display and a few times last year like i got real into batman started buying batman comics the sideshow figure uh, a few different um actually quite a few mcfarland figures and even the batman movie i've been pretty pretty consumed by that i think it's a great film i love the um the different bat vehicles that you can get i think i have the lego one several different scaled versions have the hot hot wheels one coming so i mean for me that's kind of uh, what I went all in on last year, you know, in the past, things like Jurassic Park, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, all kinds of things. But I think right now as a collector, I'm definitely going into the rest of the year still pretty all in on Lord of the Rings. Um, definitely some exciting things that I'm going to be picking up this year. Uh, and uh, definitely excited to see what uh, 2022 has in store. Uh, Dean, you've been all in on a particular character lately. What do you got? Yeah, I went all in on Punchline, the Joker's new girlfriend, Batman's new villain. Or I think he's got several new villains, but she's one of them. And uh, I uh, I pre-ordered her Prime 1 statue. Uh, it comes out next April. Dean, can I, ask a, can I ask a fundamental question, though? What about Jesus. her do you like so much? She's hot. All right. <laughs> there uh, it is. Yeah. Smoke. Um, she's, uh, yeah, she's... I, she's like, I always say she's like the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, but like, 
in the comics. Like, she's fucking crazy. Like, her whole thing is, like, the world's a joke and I'm the punchline. Like, I'm going to make everybody fucking pay. Like, Oh, got it. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, legitimately crazy. Um, Just like all your Tinder dates. Yeah. So, you know, I'm attracted to damaged women, I guess. Uh, yeah, and uh, so I was like, okay, well, I really like the statue, so I pre-ordered the statue. And I was like, I need something to kind of go along with it. Because she's a pretty new character. I think she's only about two years old. Maybe like a year and a half. So there's not a whole lot of punchline stuff out there. And um, there's no figures. Statue don't come out for a year. I was like, oh, I could get the comics. And we're all about the, you know, 9.8s, baby. So I started looking up which comics should I get. And uh, I ended up, I ended up with these. Um, I got her first cameo, first appearance, first cover, first cover foil. Thank you, Zach. Um, first solo book, all nine point eights. Um, uh, had a bunch of help from like uh, Brenton looking for good deals, and Zach finding issues for me, and um. I th- I kind of finished too fast because <laughs> uh, now there's like nothing else for me to buy again. There's not a whole lot of stuff out there. But Can't I was relate. like, if I wait too long, <laughs> maybe the prices on these books gets too high. They were already like too high to begin with what I paid for those, like what I'm like comfortable with. But I was like, if I wait longer, they could go higher. Um it's very rare that they dip down. If she, and then the Batman movie was coming out, I was like, dude, if they like throw her in a fucking movie randomly, like, I doubt it. But if they do, like, I'm fucked. So I was like, I need to buy these now. So I did. So I'm, I'm all caught up on punchline for now. So now I'm just waiting for figures to come up. I think it's good to get in early on a character, even though you you think you overpaid now. On those comics, uh, who knows, a year from now, two years from now, they may be looking like bargain prizes. Right. Uh, I think that's that's a big thing with with characters and and getting in early. Um, yeah, there was there was one book I found and I was like, hey Zach, this is a really good deal, and it was a nine point, I think it was a nine four, maybe it was a nine six, and he was like, bro, don't get the nine six. He's like, just fucking get the nine eight because like it'll matter it matters now it's really gonna matter later and i was like yeah you're right so i just sprung the extra like 50 60 bucks and i bought the one that and again more than i wanted to pay but fair market value that's what they were going for i secured the nine eight got it so i'm i'm happy you know like i said it's just another 50 60 bucks who gives a shit Me, me, am I next? What's going on? So, all right. As far as like going all in, you know, what we're, I mean, that's kind of, I go through these cycles where I'll, I'll go all in hard for a certain thing. Um, I was just all in for six scale for, for quite some time, obviously being the host, you know, co-host of six scale scavengers was really, um, you know, that was feeding into that whole, um, you know, that whole area of collecting. I just, you know, wanted, I was just focused on getting that stuff. 
but kind of on the side, I was into vintage Star Wars and and my Ahsoka collection and stuff like that. But I would like go through phases where it's like all I could think about was like anything and everything Ahsoka. Um, but then I would switch and it was like, all right, I need to complete this line of vintage carded Star Wars figures. And I would take a break from the other areas. And, you know, most of that stuff is kind of taking a back seat. I'll still pick up six scale stuff here and there. I'll still pick up an Ahsoka item here or there, but really like right now it's mainly been comics and trading cards for me. Um, you know, partly why 6CL Scavengers has kind of taken a break for, you know, the last six months or so. Um, you know, I do another podcast called The Cards Formula, all about Formula One trading cards and, and alternative assets. And uh, so right now it's like all, I mean, like 90% of my collecting is in trading cards. Formula One, soccer, non-sports like Star Wars and Marvel cards. Um and a lot of that is uh, due to the financial benefits of those areas of collecting because of the values of some cards and you, you know, you buy a card at one price, you get it graded and then you can sell it for like 10 times what you paid for it. And then you can just continue to fuel, you know, that area of collecting or be able to buy something else. And then as far as the comics goes, um, I mean, I've picked up several collections over the last year and I've been, so I've, I've been really ingrained in like the whole comic, um, you know, mindset of just like learning about all the different key issues and just going through and figuring out the pricing for things. And so like my mind is really in, in those two areas of collecting uh, but it's like at some points it's like a little bit unhealthy like to the level because like I feel like I need to buy all these comics uh, or buy all these cards and sometimes I have to step back and, and ask myself like do I need to buy all of these in such a short amount of time kind of like Dean you were saying with, with the punchline comics is like shoot I just grabbed all those slabs you know in two weeks to, you know, I, I could have stretched that out. Um, but yeah, for me, I, I mean, I go through ebbs and flows of different areas of collecting. I, I know everybody collects different things, but I mean, I run the gamut of, like I said, six scale vintage star Wars. I've got a crazy Ahsoka collection, um, trading cards, comics, um, you know, and then I also do a side hustle with Letty's collectibles. I do shows, set up at shows, I do eBay, all that sort of thing. So it's like this whole thing where like, because I've made it kind of like a business, I'm dabbling in all these different areas and I kind of collect in all those different areas, but I also think of ways I can make money in all those different areas. So for me, you know, I kind of, I try to tie it all into that. Um, but yes, I do kind of go crazy in different avenues, um, a little bit more so than I need to, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, for me, it's mainly how can I make my collecting, um, uh, make me money, honestly. And, and how can I pursue 
continuing to collect without having to dip into my, uh, you know, actual income? Can I have it be sustainable uh, just on the, you know, through the side hustle? So I don't know if that really answers the topic question, but that that's kind of where my state is in my mindset. Chris, I can relate to everything you said. I think I have a similar, you know, addictive personality where if I go down one line, I'm going all yeah. in. Um, but I feel it's like less so with like particular lines. Like let's say the Mandalorian one, six hot toys figures. I don't need all those figures, but you know, I do need like a lot of, you know, one offs. Um, so whatever characters speak to me and before it was collecting hot toys, it was really like collecting Blu-rays and then it was 4k Blu-rays and then it was Jordan's and then it was, you know, um, tricking out my home theater system and video games. And I'm always going to find some way to spend my money on some really, really frivolous shit. Mm -hmm. And so I do get yeah. why Gigi gets frustrated in that, but you know, it makes me happy at the end of the day. And I would just say, you know, overall, um, I just really enjoy the one sixth hobby. Like I feel like hot toys is like my perfect lane. And that's why I'm like really resistant, like hanging out with all these guys. It's scary. Cause like I could start going down the comic book route yeah. and the statue route and the, you know, the, the trading card route. And I'm just nervous because I know myself and it's like, okay, maybe just stay in your lane and don't pick one up. You know, I, I've got a few now one twelve things and I'm like, I should probably just stop there because, mm -hmm. you know, the moment I get rolling, yeah, it gets, it gets a little tricky. So I'd say, you know, I, I do go all in all, all three inches all the way in. Um, but you know, it's, uh, <laughs> I'll Got him. Back, baby. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I just, uh, I do, I do have that addictive personality, but I try to stay in my lane and try to keep a focus if I can. Wow. Um, so yeah, I too have an addictive personality. Um, it's definitely in my DNA, but unlike, uh, Marco, I do not stick in my lane and just buy everything pretty much not everything but um i definitely am a completionist uh to fault um you know when if if something comes out and it's a one-off figure like like for instance the eternal figure when you know i wouldn't even consider the angelina jolie figure because there's no one else to go with her um i'm still not going to get her with even with uh what's his buckets coming out but um yeah i'm definitely a completionist um uh you know recently getting into comic books i i think it's it's nostalgia for me that that gets me having, you know, rebuying stuff that I had when I was a kid. Like, for instance, I got the, you know, McFarlane Spider-Man run, you know, all in 9.8s pretty much, except for a few that I'm still searching for. But, um, you know, hunting for deals and all that stuff, I think that's part of the um, the fun of it all. But, you know, for, for the topic, I'm, I'm definitely, I, I like to go in, all in. My sort of version of Ahsoka, if you will, Letty's version of Ahsoka, or my version of Letty's Ahsoka is Wolverine. Um, that's been my favorite character since, you know, forever. I mean, he's probably the most, one of the most popular characters, but he's mine. My son's name is Logan. So, um, pretty much anything that comes out Wolverine, I buy, I have, you know, every Marvel legend pretty much has come out of him. When that video game comes out, you're going to be in trouble, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I have all the, you know, the sideshow figures, the uh, hot toys figures that they've done of him um the one or two lego figures that they've done of him all the you know 12 scale you know all that stuff i have all that stuff too so i definitely tend to go um all in as well on that so um yeah definitely definitely completionist to a fault uh trying not to be with the new budget that i have this year but um you know we'll see <laughs> we'll see how that goes but 
Um, I definitely like uh, uh, seeing them all together. Definitely, you know, we collect to, you know, either for nostalgia or to sort of recreate, you know, a moment in our mind or whatever. So having, you know, the full Avengers team together, you know what I mean? For the first, you know, when they land for the first time, that, you know, pinnacle moment of the first sort of phase, um, you know, having those figures and being able to pose them like that or, or whatever is great. And that's sort of part of the reason why I don't get into statues much is just because I like too many IPs, too many things to be sort of, you know, I think Eddie or said, it, you know, uh, the other day, it's like, that's the problem with statues. You have to devote, you know, the amount of money that you could get an entire line of figures for to buy one, one statue, which, you know, more power to those people that can do that, you know? Um, but that's just not how my, <laughs> my brain or my heart, whatever you want to call it works. So, um, yeah, that's why, you know, like Marco, I, I like uh, 1.6. I think it's a nice sort of um, medium format. I think the quality is there. Um, you know, the materials are there and the details there versus, you know, the Marvel Legends and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, definitely this is the year of uh, trying to pare down the stuff that I collect. So I'm selling kind of all my Marvel Legends, getting rid of all the Funko Pops and, um, you know, a bunch of other stuff that I don't collect just to go down to the you know two or three things that i really love to collect as much as possible but uh yeah we'll, we'll see um and then finally to dean's point and your point about buying stuff quickly i definitely suffer from that you know what i mean it's like i'm trying to you know get some of the comic lines from uh, my childhood and it's like i see it pop up it's like oh shit that's a really good you know it's way under fair market value gotta <laughs> gotta jump on it right there and you know you end up you you know if you're on enough sites enough times you see those deals and you're like oh gotta buy it gotta buy it gotta buy it and then uh, you end up you know <laughs> with the entire line you're like well i could have spread that out a little bit but i have them now i guess so you know it's kind of six and one half dozen the other but right. still yeah so yeah that's that's me um, there's only one line that I'm all in on, and that's the Prime 1 Batman Forever stuff. If they do Batman and Robin, I'll be all in on that. Uh, that's really the only thing that I'm like, every piece released, whether it's a suit variant, whatever it is, I will buy. Anything else is like pick and choose. Everything else is pick and choose. Uh, and then I'm not really all in on a scale either. Um, I'd like to say that like i focus i have more focuses but i'm not all in like only buying statues i will still buy 112 on occasion i still have 16 on order i still have the batman forever stuff on order from hot toys uh if queen does really well on these figures there may be some stuff i pick and choose from those i don't think it's possible for me to be like just statues or just hot toys or just 112 i don't know why that's such a thing that collectors get hung up on. We're collectors in we're collectors first, so collectors collect. I don't know if why. You have there OCD needs to be a rule. though. You want everything to match, right? Like you don't want things out of place. A lot of the times, that's at least for me. Yeah, that's true. I think some people mix and match very well, though. Uh, Zach mixes and matches really well. Dean mixes and matches really well. Well, does he really though? They do. I've seen Zach's collecting room. I always like was envious of it because when you Thanks, mix and bro. match, there's something, there's something. Uh, I don't know what that f word is that people use, but like the museum feng thing is cool. Shui. Maybe feng shui. They can complement each uh, other though. Personal or something about the mix and matching thing. It feels more like 
I don't know. It feels like there's more love in it. The museum thing is cool too, and it looks really nice. And there's there's cool things about both, but I I don't mind either or. But uh, yeah. So as far as the topic, all in. There's only one thing, and I'm not even all in on the the franchise either because there's other stuff out there that I don't have. Like I don't have some of the pops. Maybe someday I'll get them. I don't have some of the. There's like model kits and all kinds of. Shit. Do you do anything like one to one scale? I'm trying not to, man. Really hard. <laughs> they did that Iron Man Mark Three bust from uh, from Queen Studios, and I like really love that. And I'm trying hard to not do that. But like, I will do like little stuff, like maybe a helmet, or I have lightsabers. Lego and stuff like that, or uh, I have. Yeah, I have Lego was last year. I do all kinds of Lego now. I kind of got that was like a a line that like I never wanted to get because I knew it would screw me, and I got some, and now I'm buying them here and there. But I try to keep my rule of only buying one a month for bricks and brews. But yeah, I think I think it's better to obviously be smart and spend your money how you can keep a budget, but uh, buy what you like. I think that's the best way to do it. Buy what you like. So. You know, if it mixes, matches, if you can fit it in somewhere, if it makes you happy, buy it, you know. For me, in, in like 15 years or some of collecting, it's been, I've been all over the place. I've, I've collected in phases. I've started off with comics and then just jumped in all in with uh, Sideshow and their statues and then got into Hot Toys and was all in them. And then now I'm just, just the stage I am in my life, I'm so much choice, but I've really been focusing, thanks to Danny, of course, back onto the comics. I I love waking up in the morning on a Monday and, and seeing what comics are coming out for that week and, and then pre-ordering them and, and ordering them and then going to pick them up. I don't know, it's just a fun experience. And then we do Collector's Club now and we've been talking about the comics and, and even the guys on CW, everyone's sort of getting into it. So it's been really fun. I know I'm I'm the same as these guys. It's hard for me to focus. I can't just say, well, I'm going to buy this statue line or this Hot Toys line. I'm kind of like what Eddie said. I buy what I like. And if there's a piece that I really want, it doesn't fit in the collection, I'll still pick it up and, and find a way to, to fit it in. Um, that's how I collect. I'm not one to just say, well, you know, I'm going to stick to this line and quarter scale statues only and and this type of Hot Toys from this line. No, I can't, I can't do that. But boxes stack on top of each other, so it's easier. Yeah, they do when you have an, when you need to finish your basement. They do. You're right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Very good. Uh, DC Comics put a post. Every story has a beginning. The Penguin working title. A new limited series starring Colin Farrell is coming to HBO Max. Matt Reeves, Dylan Clark, Colin Farrell, and Lauren LaFranc to serve as executive producers. I think he stole every single scene he was in, so... Uh, definitely excited to get more of the Penguin, uh, but let's burn through these real quick. Entertainment uh, gave us the first look at the uh, Kenobi uh, series through several screenshots. Uh, I'll just cycle through these real quick. We got Kenobi, sort of a maybe a cityscape. Kenobi next to a uh, pillar wall of sorts. Uh, we also get some looks at the Inquisitors. <laughs> Not that exciting, to be honest. That was some looks so at the Inquisitors. <laughs> You're like trying to make something out of nothing next to I know. Kind it's like oh, they just fucking show these goofy ass fucking photos. Uh, some other uh, goofy looking dude with the Inquisitor. That's obviously Uncle Owen. What the? F who the fuck put Marco at Alpha Spot? How? Finally, goddamn. Who, who's the idiot that did that? Take away all the privileges. 
Uh, I don't really care for these photos, to be honest. I, the show kind of... I'm excited for it. The trailer wasn't particularly good. The Inquisitor looked like a fucking goober, and I'm going to smack him in his bald fucking head. And the other uh, second brother, whatever his name is, looks stupid as hell, too. They did show us Darth Maul... Uh, Darth Vader, rather, and said Darth Maul was cut from the TV show. It was like a pacing thing, and they didn't want to rehash what had already been hashed. Uh, Vader looks great, though, so I'm excited to see what uh, is going to come from that. Uh, Warner Brothers delayed The Flash and Aquaman 2 to 2023. Uh, they're kind of like sh shuffling some things, some reshoots, etc., so... Uh, those were originally slated for fall 2022 releases, and it's funny because the day they announced this, I had... Um, there was like YouTube trailers like DC 2022 lineup and it was like all these crazy ass movies and now half of them are pushed to uh, 2023. Uh, Robert Rodriguez has, has offered a promising update on Alita 2 saying that he and James Cameron will work on a pitch soon for Alita, ba Alita Battle Angel 2. Uh, so that's very exciting. I know the first one we all seem to like that. So always happy to get more Alita. Uh, our movie of the week was 300 in 480 BC. A state of war exists between Persia, led by King Xerxes, and Greece at the Battle of Thermo... I'm not even going to try to say that. Leonidas, king of the Greek city-state of Sparta, le leads his badly outnumbered warriors against the massive Persian army. Through certain, Though certain death awaits the Spartans, their sacrifice inspires all of Greece to unite against their common enemy. This was Marco's pick for movie of the week, and it is an excellent pick um this movie i remember not seeing it in the theaters uh and when oh. i finally got a chance to watch it i was like yo i fucked this up. shit i fucked up big time i fucked up big time there's like you know a great build-up to this film and it finally comes to a head when they get that first you know real taste of the of the the gabagool and uh it really doesn't look back like at all uh, Michael Fassbender, I think this is one of his first major roles, and uh, he fucking kills it. I fucking love Michael Fassbender, and he is such an amazing Spartan in this movie. Um, Gerald is that Butler. How you say his name. Fassbender, I believe so. Um, you learn something yeah, every day. I think it's actually Fassbender, but people just say Fassbender. Yeah. But I think technically Fosbender is correct. I could be wrong. Such a such a good film, Dean. This is the inspiration for the Come and Take It uh, sort of Texas uh, cannon flag thing. And the historical story behind this is actually quite interesting as well. It's definitely uh, a bit oversold. Actually quite a bit oversold for the purpose of the movie. but uh, Just a little. Just a touch. I think there was like something like 20,000 men under Leonidas's command, but... You know, that's not as fun as just saying 300. Um, um, so, well, it, yeah, it was 20, 300 of them men, are Spartans. But 300 and, of them were yeah, Spartans, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, a real character, Leonidas? Yeah. yeah. Now, in, oh, in historical historical uh, accounts, he was actually about 61 when this happened. So he's quite a bit older than wow. this film. The Battle um, of Thermopylae. Wow. Mm -hmm. The Battle of Monopoly. Yeah. Um, Dean, what do yeah. you think about it? Yeah, um... This movie, shot for shot, is the comic. 300 by Frank Miller. If you have the comic, 100%. It, this movie is so well like adapted from the book, it's insane. This movie is fucking fantastic. I, I, not that I forgot how much I love this movie, but 
rewatching it, it's just like, oh yeah, like I fucking love this movie, like for sure. Like it's so good, man. And it's just kind of like it's not like I don't even know how to say this. Like it's not moving in any way. It's not it doesn't tug at your heartstrings. It's not like special, you know, like some kind of, you know, childhood movie that, you know, moves you in some kind of way. It's just fucking cool. It's just kick ass gritty. I'd never seen anything like it growing up, you know. I, I must have been, I don't know, thirteen or fourteen when this came out, maybe a little we older. We still might not have even seen stuff like this though, right? There's others have tried, but I don't know that people have accomplished this. And it's just like, yeah, it's just, I really can't think of anything else like it. Um, just the way they shot the movie. Again, it's it's like you're reading the graphic novel. Like, the kicks and the, and the, the sweeping shots. And it's just like, it, it, honestly, mind-blowing. Um, I... I couldn't have picked a better movie. I I was really excited when you said 300. I was like, oh, hell yeah. And I was watching it, and I was like, oh, hell yeah, dude. Like, it's just fucking cool. I, I love it. Yeah, This is one that I had wanted to revisit for a long time because, you know, when it came out, I think I was in college, and it was one of my favorites at the time. And so just wanted to see if it still held up. And yeah, it does in terms of the cinematography, like being so faithful to the you know frank miller graphic novel and also like gets you interested in history right like there's obviously way overdone parts but i kind of love that about it like it's so like almost like a horror aspect to a lot of the portions of war and you know the history that it makes me want you know like i want like an aztec movie you know against the spanish and i like it would be really cool to have (laughs) there you go you know like kind of this this is like in a similar vein but i would love like a more stylized apocalypto um, so, I, I, yeah, I would just love to see more takes on history because, again, it takes a lot of liberties, but it makes you interested in not only graphic novels, but in going back and exploring, like, the actual events that happened. And it, I will say that, you know, it suffers from a lot of the the um, Zack Snyder things that all of his movies do where it's, you know, a lot of flash and not as much substance as you want. But I would say of all the movies that he's done, this probably has the most, like, heart and the most substance. So, yeah, it really held up and... I'm really glad to rewatch it. All right, I'll go. Um, for me, I mean, it's it's sad that Dean saying he's like 13. I was like 25 when this movie came out. So I don't remember how old I was. I just, Dean I didn't watch it. This sounds like my review. I didn't watch it either. <laughs> oh man! How dare you? Um, so, Dean, how many Spartans did he have right now? Let's go. Fucking, he didn't watch it, bro. What are you talking? Three hundred. Three hundred, dude. <laughs> two hundred and ninety-nine. Well, he sent one away, so technically he had two ninety-nine. Oh my uh, god, technical. Like so like, are you part of the three hundred? Yeah, he was. that was three hundred one. Meat on the bone. Meat on the bone. Meat on the bone. Sorry, we talked about the. What's the runtime? Tomato score still out there. IMDb score. I'm just kidding. The this movie was was crazy. I saw this in the theater when it first came out. <laughs> John just. Why did you understand never seen It's a look of disappointment. Yeah. Oh, just man. say how much I loved it. It's okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, 
Obviously, I was late late add to this uh, this lineup, but I have seen this movie multiple times. Um, but for me, I mean, seeing this movie in the theater, not really knowing what we were getting into. I mean, it really it was one of those movies at the time that just kind of changed your perspective with movies in general and like what could be achieved uh, in cinematic form. Zack Snyder's style is, is, uh, it's Zack Snyder's style. Um, but just, yeah, this, this whole movie stylistically, um, all the actors that they chose, uh, you know, they, that they cast in the roles. I mean, it really put Gerard Butler on the map, uh, and Lena Headey, you know, we know her from Game of Thrones as Cersei and, and we and see a numerous- lot of her in here too. Yeah, a lot of her. Um, Hello. Yeah, uh, very um, memorable moments. So, <laughs> slow motion. Um, so, for me, I mean, this is a this is one of the best movies. Uh, I think it's you know uh, probably a top twenty five movie for me. Um, I just I think, like uh, Marco said, it's many movies have tried to imitate it replicate it you know but i think when you go back to it i mean it really stands uh the test of time you know the past 15 years um but for me i i think just the story the historic nature of it obviously it's exaggerated but i mean in a good way it's it's supposed to be entertaining and um i don't know i just think Everything about this movie hits for me. I don't really have any negatives to say about it. And I think, uh, you know, if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. And, uh, yeah, it's it's just a great movie from beginning to end. Yeah, this movie definitely took me back today when I was watching it. Um, yeah, it came out in 2007, so I was 25 as well, just about to graduate college. So, um and yeah, it just it made me remember what you know this movie sparked. You know, it it you know definitely like Dean said, it's like almost shot for shot from Frank Miller's uh, graphic novel. So one that was awesome. Two, it definitely you know was um, gave Zack Snyder his kind of look that he's kind of carried out on, and just the color palette and how he did everything was just really fitting for this story because you know like. It was it was a very masculine story and, and it definitely like you know lent itself to these kind of crazy you know shots and and you know the look of it and just the just the crazy violence of it and all that stuff so the way that he did that was was fantastic um, and uh, the Jesus Christ. the thing itself huh <laughs> Sorry, what was like that uh, I'm listening to music in my other ear and it's uh yeah it decided to my airpod Dang, died anyways watch that a point, J-O-I? yes jack off instructions it's been a minute it has it has been a minute um but no uh yeah a fantastic movie uh definitely reminded me you know i had a friend who was you know pretty into like fitness and stuff like that and it spun off this whole industry of like spartan workouts i don't know if you remember that from like 2007 2008 um these big kind of you know thing about getting ripped like a spartan and all this stuff it was it spawned this whole big thing so um definitely took me back to all that um, and I remember Comic-Con from this time, this was another huge thing with all these cosplayers dressed up like that. And it gave sort of the, 
the rip dudes uh, a cosplay that they can come to uh, Comic Con in. So um, yeah, definitely uh, love this movie. Um, reminded me how great it was back in the day. I think someone said they made a sequel to that. To this, is that correct? Birth of an Empire. I've not seen it. I have not seen it. Meat on the bone. Meat on the bone. That is right. Okay, sorry, John. I didn't sorry, know John. you were into fitness. That's crazy. No, not me. <laughs> have you seen fitness this body? Fitness dick this? in your mouth. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got him. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, this has been a lot of beer. Um, yeah, so great movie. Glad uh, glad I got to watch it again because it's not something that I would really watch on a normal basis. So, um, yeah, glad we got to watch it again and relive the 07s. I was odds. 18, by the way. I went back. Yeah, I was gonna time. say. Don't feel too bad. Dean was not 13 because <laughs> I was 13 when it came out. So there's. Like... I just remember I was in high school. Uh. Wow, you were in high school. 18. I I love this movie. Like you guys, I love it. Um. Watching it today, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of was annoyed with the color grading. Bullshit. Yes, I was like, this shit is too dark. So. Watching it today, I never <laughs> felt that way until today. Do you think like, it's the dude. HBO like compression though? Because maybe I it felt, is. Like, I because I, it, it felt like it was like HDR like level a thousand. I hated it. Yeah, that kind of bugged me today. But uh, still an amazing movie. Um, I didn't notice that it was Cersei. I had never noticed that. And really? I was like, damn, that was. That's She's Cersei, so much hotter dude. as a brunette though, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, dude. Um, brunettes for the win. Like, Deck is younger. Why do the women have such pointy nipples in this movie, bro? <laughs> There's so so many nipples scenes, thing. and all you of them are like Zach's thing, bro. three you inch nipples. Like it's a bad thing. You know that Zack Snyder like specifically uh, did <laughs> some casting Pornier. on that. Pointier, <laughs> like Zack and Mary make a porno. He's like, I have to see your tits for this scene. I don't want to, but I have to. <laughs> wow. Anyway, that stood out to me. I was like, God damn, these women. But uh. I did see the sequel, and I don't remember seeing this one in the theater, but I remember seeing the sequel in the theater, and it was like a prequel, but uh, the, the prequel has a line that like, no, damn, it it's, a it's a cold, hard line, because um, the prequel is telling the story of Xerxes' sister, and like, how she was crazy as fuck, and she's actually pretty badass, but there's a line after, um, I'm gonna spoil it, because... You guys watch it, but it's a badass line. They, the main guy from Greece is going to talk. He's not a Spartan, but he's from Greece. I think he's a Athenian or whatever they say. Um, he's going to talk to Xerxes' sister on the boat to like converse before they go to war, and they fuck <laughs> in, instead of talking, and then they fight after that. And while she's fighting him, she's like. I'm glad to see that you fight much harder than you fuck. And I was like, oh, God, she got him. Right. That was like a shotgun. <laughs> I was like, damn, she got him. <laughs> but uh, that, that movie, if you guys haven't seen it, that's a pretty badass movie, too, I think. Yeah, that, that movie takes place before, during, and after 300. No, yeah, I guess it does. Yeah. Prequel, but it's also that's a true. Sequel. That's true, yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. I was like, that's totally, I we were in clear, so that's the one I watched, unfortunately. Wow. No. Um, Is it really? Oh. No, no. Good <laughs> job. <laughs> okay, the other thing I wanted to say. You guys said no one else made a movie like this. I I thought Zack Snyder had directed Immortals because I felt like Immortals was a, like, it reminded me of this movie a lot. And I loved Immortals, but it's not Zack Snyder. 
But if you like this movie, watch Immortals if you haven't seen it. I think that movie's pretty damn good. It's one of like Cavill's first films. And it, it reminds oh, me of yeah, this yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yep. And someone so, said Sin City, which is obviously another Frank Miller. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, yeah. I heard that's a good movie, too. Yeah. Very different stylistic. Yeah. Sin City's phenomenal. Yeah, oh, so this go. this one here, thanks, uh, Eddie. Um, an hour and 57 minutes, so way too long. Ron Tomatoes. I'm surprised this didn't get higher rating. 61%. And a 7.6. Are you kidding me? 61%? Yeah, 61%. I think it's because of Snyder, dude. And a 7.6 on IMDb. Look, it's what's more to just say than what these guys said? Awesome film. Iconic. Uh, how many times you were in school, you were wherever, you hear that this is Sparta, and he throws him in the flipping hole. Everybody knows that line. Um, little moral to the story. Love thy neighbor. Uh... I don't know if I'm going to butcher his name, but Ephialtes, which was like the hunchback guy. Look, he was hunchback, couldn't fight, banished him, and look what happened. Led to their demise. I don't love. know about love, though. He should have just fucking killed him. <laughs> well, okay, love thy neighbor or murder thy neighbor. Just don't banish thy neighbor. <laughs> couldn't you just let him run out on the field first or something? Yeah, like, jeez. And Jesus. It, it would have been a different story. He... Turn him into a bowling ball. 301's yeah. not as catchy as 300. I don't remember it being as as cru- it like rude. It wasn't as, as bad. Like get he's just the like fuck out of here. But it's like, bro, you can't fight. You're gonna get yourself killed and get us killed. Like I, I can't. Yeah. Like uh, like yeah, I think like I think Leonidas was being gracious. You know. Well, you yeah, definitely said like, no. Can, just be, help. Stay you behind can, us and. Yeah, tend to the wounded, give us water, exactly. help us clean up the dead. Yeah. Like, I mean, he, he's he did like, tell him bro. that. Every, no, he did, but then he's like, no, I don't want to do that, you're all wrong, and then he fucking throws the shield. He's being honest. He's like, look, man, in our battle tactics, if you can't protect the person to your left, then the shit doesn't work. Like, It just fucks up the whole thing. Yeah, well, also, banishing that poor guy didn't work because it led to their demise. But you're right. They had a Hindsight. system. They had a system, and... That would have put a weak point in the system. I get it. But look, it's like burning the candle at both ends. Uh, great film when they were behind the wall or the bodies and then they yes. came out and just that battle. The battle scenes are epic. Um, when he threw the spear at Xerxes and it rips the the earrings off his face, the rings off his face. Awesome. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I saw this thing back in 2006. Eddie, you were 15. We were 13. 13. I was 15 then. And I remember this was the first and only movie that I've ever gotten uh, premiere tickets to back in the day where before it even hit the theaters for the public, they had a special screening. So that was a cool experience. But uh, yeah, it was good to see. It's good to watch it again. Good pick, uh, Marco. Who's next? Who's the next one picking? Me, baby. My movie of the week is Reign of Fire. What? Wow. Reign of Fire. Rain of Fire? The dragon movie. What? Sean Connery. With McConaughey? We watched that already. I don't think we have. Yes. The Sean Connery movie? You're thinking of... It's cool. You could do... Oh, Dragonheart. Dragonheart. Dragonheart, yeah. Uh, is that in Canada? Is... I don't know, man. Oh. I'm returning the favor. Oh. Returning the favor. This guy's still on Richie Rich from like a year ago. Uh, I'm still on <laughs> Terminator Dark Fate from Dragons. four weeks ago. I'm not watching no flipping dragon. Oh, Reign of Fire. Oh, 2002. That is a 2022. I was like, this is new. 
Where's it streaming? Damn, there's some YouTube good YouTube and Netflix. Shit. Right? Oh. Thank you, Matthew McConaughey, Christian Bale, bro. What a oh, hidden gem. I hate to see it. Have you seen it, Marco? I don't it's know. Maybe I've seen John. The, I saw that movie in the theater. Is, what, is, what? is it my turn next week? No, you never get a turn. Can I watch Eva Longoria 2.0 I'm again? I'm kind of thinking I, watch I should pick Interstellar or uh, I haven't watched that. Save it. Save it. Are there any I don't know if Interstellar is streaming one? anywhere, but that movie is fucking incredible. You should just own it. Anyway. All right, let's move on before we get to three hours. <laughs> uh, we have some very special fe- uh, people deemed the, the pillars of the network, as John calls them, that keep us going. Let's give a thank you to those folks. Hell yeah. Shout out to you. Sean Fear, Ian Seavey, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinnagiri, Lima Hernandez, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber. Huge shout out to Paul Schreiber. James Colley, Equan, Chris Valserina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty. What a handsome guy. Look at that gorgeous son of a bitch. David Jones, Sam Giss, Daminator, Joao Breda, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Dini Martin, Stephen Craig, Big Fern, King Zach, Susan Mariquin, Mike Cruz, Lisa Martin Bobonski, Rick DeGregorio, Alvin Jules. The Handsome, The Angry, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Irwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Tukathri, Wah, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Dalmaton, Bo LeBoy, Jimmy James, Stephen Percha, The Very Handsome, The Very Adorable, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Stephen Maria Stanley, Jesse Contreras, Eddie Mazenoris, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. What a bunch of angels, just for like two seconds. Holy man. Damn, that looks damn. good. Mesh. That does what look the good. Heck? Yeah. I thought that wow. was Buddy from Buddy's Toys and Collectibles. Um, <laughs> Bro, you can't say that. Wow, he's, he's a big guy. That looks really good, though. This is sweet. Our actually. head sculpt what is insane. <laughs> Everybody likes that. What? The portraits. You can't take away from the portraits. And you know what I love the most about it? No seamless arms. Well, that suit's going to get fucked, to be honest. Yeah, that suit is going to get absolutely It's got seamless wrecked. sleeves. Oh, yeah. I hate yeah. to see it. <laughs> I'd almost... Man, the way they did those effects is terrible. It is pretty I'd, bad. I'd almost like the ones they did on Doctor Strange, where it's just the golds. Yeah. The that, portrait's like, beautiful, though. Wow. Well. Do you think Hot Toys was like, you know, with all the Queen Studios news, let's just put out our best sculpts. Like, doesn't matter where <laughs> yeah, okay. it's from. Like, just put out our it's best. It's not really. I mean, I don't <laughs> know looks, if that's their best. It looks pretty damn good. It looks pretty damn good. I'm just saying what they have in the hopper. Uh, we'll talk about it Tuesday. Uh, April Patreon benefits. Yes, Dean. I... <laughs> The other day, John in the chat was like, what's up with the, the Jumbo sticker? And what Zach's like, what? what's wrong with it? He's like, what's all the markings? Are those tattoos? <laughs> it's true, though. Like, Bro, it says Jumbo. That, <laughs> you fucking idiot. Dad, look. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not going to insult any sticker designs. I love you, Manny. <laughs> I thought the hand was on. It was either a tattoo or it was on fire. <laughs> It's a left-handed job of Hunter. He was so much because he was like, "Are these tattoos?" Like he was so curious. Oh, we're doing a network cheat sticker. That's freaking pretty. Well, that's hang not on. Bad. Let me fucking get to the fucking point. Jesus I'm Christ. sorry. I'm sorry. That's Can we bad. vote on that jumbo? Because I don't know, man. That's the Patreons voted. Uh, this is our stickers for April. So we're doing a network sticker sheet. So it's six by four. 
and every one of these stickers is like an individual sticker for each logo. So you'll get oh, cool. uh, four, eight, was that eleven stickers there? Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's our first ever sticker sheet. They're very expensive, but Sticker Mule did a great deal on these, and a Jumbo die cut sticker. So this is a great design by Manny, and um, <coughs> that's going to be the second sticker. I know we have a bricks and brews that we were working on, but I don't think you guys were able to finalize anything, so we had to um, put in this order sooner than later. Yep. And so these are what we came up with. Uh, we also have a very special item for the top tier members. Uh, this will be shipping out in April. Yeah, April. Uh, these are custom D20s engraved with the Live and Let Dice icon logo with Strahd, Sword, uh, and a D20. Uh, so there's 25 of them. Seven of them are going to the D&D crew. Uh, I believe 10 or 11 of them are already reserved by the current Patreonis, so there's about 8 left if you want in. Uh, just secure your uh, top tier What A Guy membership uh, ASAP, and these will be shipping out in April. Uh, so this is a very cool thing we're doing, and it was all thanks to Paul Schreiber uh, for pitching in the funds to do this. It was a very expensive project, and uh, this is uh, really, really generous of him to do that. And of course, Manny made the logo, so ended up being a really cool project and it's one of one of quite a few projects that we have kind of uh, in the pipeline uh, if you want to join us on patreon we have three tiers the uh, sweet angel tier five dollars a month uh, stickers sent straight to your door and access stocks after dark replay the 15 dollars certified crispy certificate uh, figure fix assistance and a certified crispy certificate and the 25 dollars what a guy tier uh, you get a exclusive pog deluxe set on your first pledge those should be in april or may depending uh, <clears throat> doubles of all the stickers we send, uh, and, uh, you know, if you're international, it'll be like, uh, anything above $5 we'll charge for the pogs, but I think they should be able to ship with just stamps, so we did, uh, get those pogs ordered as well. Uh, we went with the blue design, so last week we were talking between black and blue. Uh, blue won out, and this is that exclusive pog set, so these pogs here will only be available, uh, in this deluxe set. There's 25 of them. And uh, I think like 14 or 15 are already spoken for. So once this 25 sells out, we'll look at making a new design and then kind of go from there. Uh, we have some great YouTube channel members, Mojo Z78, OG Fan, uh, Absolute Irwin, uh, Bama, Test Chess One, Mark Pearson, DK Avenger 702, Ben Thomas, OMFG Rick, uh, oh, let's skip somebody, Justin Harass, Mike Oxlong, Paul Schreiber, S Beam. Uh, Andrew Gibo, Andres IB, CC3PO, Daminator, Lemur, and Sam Gist. Uh, thank you for your support. I think if we get like three more channel members, we'll be able to unlock a new emoji. And uh, we will get uh, the channel members to vote on um, which host or logo or whatever they want. Uh, the membership starts at 99 cents for the Patreons. You get the loyalty badges. Uh, and the access to the exclusive emojis. So if you're a channel member, if you can drop some um, uh, some emojis in the chat so for everyone to see. Uh, and the peanut gallery, which is $2.99 if you're not a Patreon member. Uh, Sam is saying we need some coffee cups. Always something we can look at. Uh, but here's a look at the network. This is the same copy of the sticker sheet you'll be getting. Collecting Weekly Live, OFAC, Small Talk, After Dark, In and Outs of Collecting, The Ringcast, Collecting Weekly Live Unboxing, Bricks and Brews, Live and Let Dice, Pose Wars, uh, and Collectors Club. Let me just double check one thing real quick. Uh, you can find us on Tee Public. 
which is that link there. Shirts go on sale all the time. You can get all different logos there. We just put up the new D&D logos uh, on TeePublic. Some great shirts there if you want to support that brand. Uh, and, John, go ahead and read our socials for me if you don't mind. Yeah, on Facebook, we got the main Facebook page, Collecting Weekly, and we have our fun page, Collecting Weekly Auxiliary, for news, updates, uh, all the channel stuff on Facebook. On Instagram, at Collecting Weekly, we got at Collecting Weekly underscore clips, all the funny moments um, from each stream. From each show, uh, at the underscore everyday underscore collector, and in and outs of collecting are all our uh, Instagram pages. Guys, be sure to follow. Thank you very much. Uh, Marco, what do you got going on on uh, your channel? Yeah, so we've been doing some live unboxings. We've got some episodes of the She Said No podcast, and we've been trying to have you know more guests and, and get more comfortable with our live streams. So I think everyone here on, on the panel, I've got something in the works with. Um, this Saturday at 11... Uh, PM, excuse me, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're going to have SpongeBob Square Balls. So I, I think, uh, yeah, we're trying to do, you know, a more broad range of, you know, folks that are in the chats and also people that are on the panels. So really looking forward to that. I will say Gigi's going to call me cringe for this, but we are a, a call to action here. If you're watching this stream, we're dangerously close to 200 subscribers. So I'm going to try harder here. And uh, yeah, if you're watching the stream, if you wouldn't mind subscribing to one slash six fix, you know, we're not about the statistics here, but would love to hit that 200 mark. So yeah, one slash six fix. I'll help you out with the link, my guy. Jesus Thank you, brother. <laughs> um, Spell it out Chris, again. And, you guys and, got, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Marco. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, so so we might be doing a part one, part two. So we might get John and Eddie on the stream here in the very near future. And we're going to convince their significant others to come on for a part two to kind of talk about how they always bicker with each other. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll dive into that toxicity on the show. Toxicity? Wow. <laughs> oh, no. What the oh, fuck? No. Oh, we're going to go there. We will go there. All right, guys. Be sure to unsubscribe. Uh, Letty, you got uh, the cards formula. <laughs> and toxic uh, to speak your mind. Hopefully yeah. one day uh, the scavengers will return. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, what do we what do we got uh, what do we got going on here? Yeah, so uh, the cards formula. Um, Brian Fontaine, TC, um, previous co-hosts of uh, Six Scale Scavengers. We have that uh, Formula One trading card podcast and alternative assets. We're actually going to be live tomorrow night. Um, this weekend is the first race of uh, this new season of Formula One. So we're going to be talking about that, all the new trading cards that are out for Formula One. And uh, yeah, hopefully um, just going to get the motivation up from uh, my co-host, uh, the, the man who runs the show. Um, just going to get him going to get back online for uh, Six Scale Scavengers with kind of a, um, a little different um approach talking about a little bit more broader range of collecting not just six scale stuff but some of these other areas that we we like to dabble in too so just stay tuned for that again tomorrow night youtube live the cards formula uh like marco we would you know like to get some more subscribers i know formula one is very niche uh area of um sports but uh you know, we we like to see some of the uh, the the scavengers in there and the collecting weekly crew um, just joining the chat. But yeah, yeah that's eye candy on that one too. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know it's it's tough to compete. I mean, um, you guys got to do your custom URL. Yeah, um, yeah. So at the cards formula on Instagram and uh, cardsformula.com uh, dot com as well. So yeah, thanks for that. 
Thanks go for having Mercedes. me on too. Go Mercedes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wow. Go Hamilton. Ferrari. Hamilton number one. Hamilton number one. Leclerc. Leclerc. Leclerc, baby. <laughs> uh, does anyone have any shout-outs they want yeah. to give? Yeah. I'd like to give two little shout-outs. Raise the glass, guys. Number one shout-out, Zach again. Congratulations, brother, Hell on yeah, the purchase thanks, of the house. Huge accomplishment. You deserve it. And another one to our chat, Badfish. Just found out he's having a baby boy. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, that's, oh, that's awesome. Have a name in mind if you if you want to hear it. <laughs> Happy for you guys. Gabagool. 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 Right here. Um. Yeah, that's incredible. So, congratulations, congrats to you guys. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, huge shout out, Paul Schreiber. Uh, not only did he cut me a good deal on a figure I needed, but he's helping out the channel a lot this month and. Um, Helped us get some projects, uh, you know, done and started. So huge shout out. Yeah. To, to be honest, like the dice, um, it's not that we we couldn't afford them, but we're kind of in the middle of uh, we just filed our taxes, so that was, you know, a thing. Um, we are in the process of upgrading a bunch of equipment, which that's kind of like a meme for us. Like we're always buying equipment, um, and. It was something that if if we did it on our own, you know, especially uh, losing our long-term sponsor, it would have been like August, September, maybe like October to buy something like that. And uh, yeah, he definitely like um, <clears throat> really put the pedal to the metal on that one. And even the Pogs, like we were looking at those and kind of the same thing. Uh, he's like, dude, I, I'd love to support it. I love you guys' channel. Uh, definitely an amazing guy. And, um, you know, it's definitely great to have the support um from from the community even you know not even just finance wise like yeah i got a bunch of messages today when victoria posted that we got the house and some really nice uh things that people said people reaching out like hey if you have a wish list uh, for your new house send it to me very generous people um so yeah it's it's incredible and the chat was absolutely booming tonight so um yeah does anyone else have any shout outs they want to give <coughs> Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say something. Um, so I have a post up in Ox about Bricks and Brews. We're going to go uh, live on the 27th. It's a Sunday. Um, and so, yeah, shoot, out, shoot me a PM on Facebook or message on the uh, comment on the uh, post that I have up in Ox. Uh, if you want to join, we got, you know, a few of our regulars. But, uh, yeah, I'm more than happy to have more people join in for some uh, for some Lego fun. So reach out to me, Eddie, whoever, and uh, we'll get in touch. So that's it. I want to give a shout out. One, one, one thing real quick. Uh, D&D is this Saturday. Uh, it'd be cool if you guys are watching now would turn in, even just for a few minutes. Um, obviously, if you like it, stay. But uh, we're doing, uh, back in October, we had the Patreons vote on kind of like a boon slash bane for the players. And the bane that won was a loot goblin, so it's like a really challenging fight. And if we win the fight, we get this crazy item, so... Um, I don't know if that's the whole episode on Saturday, but it's I believe it's the majority of the episode, so it's going to be kind of like a Patreon thank you type show. Uh, but yeah. Can you I say one more time uh, what, what time it's on on Saturday? Yeah, it's, sorry about that. It's Saturday, uh, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and it should be, if everything goes well, it should be my first stream in the new house, so it'd be very cool. Thank you. And actually, uh, tomorrow, so I'm moving most of the stuff out of this office tomorrow, so... Uh, Eddie uh, and Dean and, and maybe John are going to be hosting After Dark in my stay, so yeah. uh, I'll pass the captaincy over to one of these fine gentlemen for the evening, and uh, 
I'll see you guys back um, hopefully Saturday. Uh, and then, you know, next week I'll kind of get back to my regular three nights a week streaming schedule. So that would be unboxing, collecting weekly after dark, and then, uh, you know, club or something mixed in. Um, one thing scheduling wise, we talked about it on, on Pose Wars. Um, Pose Wars is going to move to monthly for a little bit. Uh, we just don't want it to get stale. We want to kind of freshen some things up a bit. Uh, so the next Pose Wars is going to be on April 16th. Oh, so okay, stay cool. tuned for that. Stay Two tuned. days before my birthday. <laughs> Come on and pose, baby. Anyway, give a shout out real quick. God damn it. Yes. All right. Zach, I first. Dropped you anyways. Damn it. All right. I know. Yeah, kidding. No, it. please. Give me a Zach, shout out. to you again, congratulations on the house. I know it was a long time coming. That's super freaking exciting. Um, Gigi and I, we're already talking, already putting our plans in work for San Antonio. So yeah, hopefully we can boy. make that work. And then cool. on that, just a shout out to the community. So, you know, Gigi and I are thinking of going to Disneyland. We bought our tickets, and then, you know, Sean, Eddie, Cuervo, Mario, all of a sudden everyone's, like, taking off time from work, and so I'm, I'm excited. So I think we might do some, uh, maybe some live streams over there or something, but yeah. Just, it's a beautiful community to be a part of. Congrats to Badfish again and his fiance. But anyways, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Eddie. I'm Jonathan. I'm Sean. I'm Chris. And I'm Marco. We'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.